Blog Talk Radio. Sunday was pretty good. Made myself some mimosas, some nice breakfast, 
relaxed, watch some football, didn't have to worry about fantasy football once for the first time in about last within the last five months. Last week as well too. Championship was over two weeks ago. So it's good to just relax. No FanDuel, um, no DraftKings, no fantasy. It's just good to just relax, unwind, just just breathe a little bit, you know? It was one of those days. Weekend was good. Made a little bit of scratch in the mothership. Um, holiday season's over, so it's, uh, everything's just getting back to normalcy right now here on in. So, got to have you guys on board wherever you are and however you may be. Uh, welcome back to the program, Dave. I know we're cutting it close here. I do apologize about that, but uh, you came through in the clutch. Welcome back. Yes, sir. Like always, man. Man, what a wild weekend, dude. Uh, they put the uh, the word wild in wild card for sure. I mean, <laughs> how many uh, how many Golden Globes did the uh, NFL actually uh, win last night? I know you they were checking won. that out. Yeah, they should have won fifty. They should have won a lot, man. Uh, man I should have had a I clean sweep. I don't know who's writing the stuff. I, the script. There's is just... there's no writer, no writer in Hollywood <laughs> at, at all can write this script. I mean, this weekend was it was just like watching a movie. I mean, you had your highs, your lows, your action. Uh, just the drama, uh, every every type of emotion, seeing all the reactions from these fans, um, happy, <laughs> uh, very, very sad. Oh, um, it's just been, you know what? It, hey, I'm happy not even having a dog and a horse in the race right what did, now. What did, what did I tell you yesterday? Did I, did I, I can't. You I'm happy my eagle's not in it? I can't deal, man. I can't. I, I'm getting older. You know, <laughs> I, I got to uh, watch out for my health, man. And, you know, the stress is not worth it. Told you, and just, just seeing what happened this weekend, man, I'm just glad I'm, I am I got to be objective. I got to just have fun watching. And uh, I didn't, you know, have to uh, suffer through the pain that a lot of these fans had to this, this weekend. <laughs> the sports pain is at all-time high. I think it gets better and better every year, sports pain. It's, it's worse than I, I was saying to my buddy. I can't even see the word. Well, you understand what I'm saying, the BB word. I was texting my buddy oh, yeah. yesterday, and uh, I was just texting. I, between you and him, I think I texted you guys like a thousand times yesterday. The stuff we were sending <laughs> back, and, back and forth. I was like, man, my hand, I don't know how my hand is not like frozen right now. My Fingers hand is literally frozen up. in the man cave. I literally just turned the heat on, so my toes are cold. My hands are frozen, and I'm like, man, I don't know how I didn't like like stop texting you guys, trying to text you guys yesterday, because like so much jargon back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> I text you, I'm like, thank God my Eagles are not in it. Because I'm still mad from 2010 in Arizona. I'm so mad. And it's just, like you said, my, my hell can't take it anymore. My heart can't take it. The up and down. The, the, the You know, it's just it's just too much for a human being, man. And I, yeah, I feel bad for Viking fans. I really feel bad for them. We're going to get into that in a minute, but I really feel for them today. Yeah, it's just amazing. I mean, and, you know, especially with the situation that we've talked about, what, week in and week out with the referees, uh, it's it's hard to uh, it's hard to want your team in that situation and, you know, to feel heartbreak because, uh, you know, a call a referee makes. Uh, right. I, I just don't see it. You know, it's no longer decided by the players anymore. And it's, no. uh, it's a little shady, a little shady in a few spots this weekend. I'm sure we'll get to that. Yeah. But uh, um, let's yeah, start off easy. Let's start off easy because I was I was at the mothership there. Well, you you had off Saturday, right? You were off, right? Saturday. Yeah, yeah, man. You were off Saturday, so I was. I think you were texting me a little bit back and forth. It was kind of hard to text back and forth when I'm at work, so I was kind of sneak peeking at this this Chiefs game. And I'm like, all right, thirteen nothing at halftime. I'm like, all right, so you know it's early. You no, know, anything could happen. Then you're like twenty at 
you know, third quarter, you're like, are, are these guys going to score? And I'm just really gl- looking at the box score right now. Final score, 30 to nothing. Brian Hoyer, 15 to 34, 136, four interceptions. I, I think I was texting you yesterday. I would have benched him by halftime. I would have benched him oh, by easy. halftime. Pull the plug. Easily. Easily. Uh, did you see that uh, DeAndre uh, Hopkins clip where uh, oh, he said, uh, get this guy the F out of here? <laughs> yes, I saw that. I mean, I feel bad for Hopkins, man. I really oh, do. Man. Six catches, 69 yards. But, you know, I mean, everybody else, Ryan Griffin, Strong, Grimes, Cecil Shores, Nate Washington. I mean, Alfred Blue had no catches. I mean, uh, what, what was the, where was the offense here? I mean, you had oh, J.J. Watt dead. lining up in the backfield. You got Vincent Wilfork on yeah, the offensive that was line. Just ridiculous. But you you know when that happens. It's an actual run play, right? You don't think you don't think JJ Watt's going to pass the ball, do you? There was no. I don't understand the design of that play. There was just so much traffic there. So, I mean, if anything, if I'd called that play, I would have him go the opposite side uh, and run it in. It was just kind of a, a wild formation. It was just so much traffic there, and I don't understand how they expected right. to get any little space for a huge JJ Watt to get through. Oh, and, I'm, uh, I'm it, thinking like they gave him nothing to. He, he, it was a failure to begin with. Sort of like the 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 the, the Colts uh, matchup lineup a couple of weeks ago in the in the Broncos game. I'm like, what are you guys doing? I mean, there was nothing yep. for him, no cushion, nowhere for him to go. It was just a failure from the start, I think. Nothing, nothing there. And, uh, you know, then you had uh, just Hoyer's game. You forgot to add uh, his two fumbles, one of them lost. Oh. Uh, just to add to the turnovers there. You got to <laughs> Where was your that boy? one. Where was your boy? Weeded, man. Where was your dude, man? They don't listen to uh, the show? I mean, I feel, I guess, the situation with uh, Brandon Weeden was just that he doesn't have a full grasp of the uh, the offense yet. Uh, and point, uh, I don't I think at that point it mattered. Else. Right, exactly. I don't think it mattered at that point. So, so anything just... that, that sticks, anything that sticks at this point. Yeah. I mean, Hoyer I, was just throwing I, horrible picks. They weren't even, you know, close plays, great plays by Kansas City. I wanted to, you know, tip my hat to Kansas City's defense. They have a great defense. But I they got, they were just given, they were given these th- these interceptions. Uh, it was all on Hoyer. Hoyer was absolutely horrible. I don't expect him to be a starting quarterback next year anywhere. I was uh, let alone in was, it, was it Hoyer that bad? Because you watched the game, so I'll go to you more on this one. The, is, was Hoyer that bad, or just the Chiefs were just so much better? Their defense was so oh. much better. They had a better read for him than he was what he was seeing in his quarterback. Man, game. Hoyer was absolutely horrible. I mean, it was probably one of the worst quarterback performances I've ever seen in you know, God knows what, 20, 20 plus years of watching the NFL. I've right. just never seen anything like it, especially, you know, maybe during the regular season. That's one thing. But, uh, you know, just to see this in the playoffs, you know, these are supposed to be uh, established teams. These are playoff right. teams uh, making the, the push, the run for the Super Bowl. And uh, that's that's not a team that deserved to uh, be in the playoffs. Um I mean, yeah, they are a team. I, I love the defense. The defense held them into that, uh, kept them into that game uh, for right. a very long time. Uh, it was a lot closer than that 30 nothing score indicated because there was a lot of opportunities that Houston had to uh, to uh, make the uh, you know put some points on the board. Uh, at right. one point it was 13 nothing, and right. uh, they were driving about to score right. a touchdown, and uh, Hoyer throws an interception in the red zone, and it was just was, uh, 
Did I was going to ask you this: it Was I mean, did Houston belong there, or you you think we should have been the Colts all along, uh, taking this thing? Because um, we had the Colts coming in this year, right? I don't know how you feel about the Colts, but I mean, Houston. Well, you said they were the defense plays well, keep them in games, but like, is he was he was Houston a, just a pretender all along? I mean, just just like, all right, I guess the division is so bad, it doesn't matter who's in there; they're not going anywhere anyway. Yeah, I don't see much of a. I would expect a, a better game played by Indianapolis just because I don't see any quarterback ever playing that horribly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I say Houston was a playoff team because that defense, that defense was fantastic. It, it was a great defense, and um, they kept them in that game as long as they could. Um, J.J. Waddy actually leaving the game too. Uh, he didn't finish the game just with his injured groin that's uh, actually going to require surgery. So he couldn't finish they, off the game. Uh, they yeah. did. They did what they could. They did what they. You could. know what I mean. I, mean, I give JJ Watt a lot. Of, I, I give JJ Watt a lot of credit, though. Right? I was saying before. I was texting you before today. I mean, at least the guy played with a broken hand, bad groin. He tries to do everything on offense. He plays defense. Doesn't come out of game. And you got this guy Clowney. He's active. He's not. He's not. He's not activated for the game. He just leaves. Not even stays on the sidelines. Give guys encouragement, motivation, speaking. He just takes his ball and go home. I mean, that, yeah, I, don't agree yeah. with that. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. I don't know how you feel. About it's that. like, yeah, I don't agree with that. Uh, I do understand his frustration because he was very upset for not being active. Uh, he wanted, to, he wanted to give it a go and he wanted to play, uh, but they didn't activate him. So I guess they were just kind of saving him for last year. I don't think it would have made much of a difference anyway. Um, having him on the field, it was, an, mm-hmm. uh, it was solely the offense was an issue. They were stagnant. They could not move the ball for anything. Uh, basically, the run game was the only thing they had, and that was barely going anywhere uh, with Alfred mm-hmm. Blue. But it was just uh, – it was a disaster. Like you, like you said, I feel bad for uh, uh, Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins there. Uh, how many quarterbacks – this guy's putting up some great numbers with, what, a different quarterback every week? Yeah, that's the thing. Guys, you can't get like uh, – you can't get a rhythm going with these different quarterbacks. One guy here, one guy here, one guy here, one guy – I think four or five quarterbacks have used it all year, right? So yeah, this it's kind of like, yep, yeah. like, you know, so it's like – it's just you can't – you can't, like you said, like, like the co- the whole coaching thing. You can't build a dynasty or a good, um, you know, a good future with these teams because they change quarterbacks every other day, coaches every other day, coordinators every other day. Meanwhile, the owner still stays there. So yeah. it's just like so. I I don't know what, no you, what you can do. No consistency, right? No, none at all. Man, I'm looking at Alex crazy. Smith right now. Did he impress you at all? 17 to 22, 190 yards. Um, dink and dunk, played safe. 72.6 uh, QBR, 98.7 rating. I mean, uh, that's what Alex Smith is, right? He doesn't turn the ball over, right? That's what he is. He right? does. Yeah, he does what he has to do. Um, that, is that a winning style of football? You think for the playoffs, or you think you can go far with this? Um. Next week, it's going to be a little difficult. Um, they should be able to open up the offense a little more against a, a definitely a weaker New England Patriots defense. But you know how that goes. You know, it doesn't matter how weak that defense is. Bill Belichick right. had two weeks to plan for this. Yeah. Uh, he's going to have that. He's going to have a great game plan against uh, Kansas City, especially with uh, Jeremy Macklin being possibly out. Uh, with a high ankle sprain, he's day to day. They say, but you, you know that high ankle sprain is no joke, and there's we're, no were way. We talking I don't about think that last fine. week. High ankle sprain, worse than a broken leg. We, we, was that this show we were talking about this last week? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't or, think so. Or, no. or I was talking to somebody else about a high ankle sprain. They're like, man, yeah, that's oh, rough. I, was talk, I was in a barbershop. I was in a barber shop, and you know those barbershop stories, man. You know yep. how the urban, the urban barbershop stories. You have the doms, you have the pretenders, wannabes, the fans, wannabe on the ESPN first take. They know it all. 
And my barber was telling me high ankle sprain is worse than a broken leg, because he was just like it's just you can't you can't it swells up like a ball you can't do anything. And yeah, man, I, I swear I was talking to you about it. And Michael, like, this high ankle sprain you just mentioned it brought me back to the barbershop a couple a couple of days ago. Yeah, that's a big big loss for them. I mean, that's uh, their deep threat um, at wide receiver. He's been having a great year, and mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be tough. Uh, now you know you, New England can kind of zero in on Travis Kelsey because that's basically their only other weapon there. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides the run game, um, you can't forget how they started off that game. That place was rocking. I mean, mm-hmm. Houston was was very loud. I mean, they were so excited to be there. The fans were going insane. And then uh, Niall Davis with a 106 yard kick return to start mm-hmm. the game. Oh, I mean, man. that's got to hurt. Silence. Yeah. Oh man, it just you just feel felt the energy kind of leave the oh. building, and that was just kind of like, oh boy, here we go. And uh, Houston could not recover after that. I mean, that was the very first play of the game. I mean, seconds into the game, it was already 7 nothing. Uh, and the kick return didn't seem like anything special. He just ran straight, great blocking, ran straight, and that was no it. No holds, no holding or nothing. <laughs> Took it to the house. Cause, you know, those donks are ready to call a holding on stuff like that. So, I mean, with oh, no yeah. Macklin, so if you're Macklin, if you can't play – Bill Belichick must be looking at shops, right? So I'm looking at the stats. It's just like Travis Kelsey, Chris Conley, eh, Chandra Kress, eh, Albert Wilson, eh, Anthony Sherman, eh, Frank Hammond, eh. You know what I mean? So you become one-dimensional, right? With just Alex Dinkin and Duncan and Chandra Kress and Al Davis. I mean, so, I mean, if you're Bill Belichick, you got to be licking your chops, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it makes his job much easier. It makes the defense's job way easier um, just to, you know, zero in on him. It's going to be a very difficult uh, situation for Kansas City. I I feel bad for him because they've had such a great run, and uh, you don't want to see them go out this way just because, you know, not having a full full squad, especially with uh, New England now. Now they're getting healthy. Uh, Julian Edelman is going to be playing this weekend. Uh, He's been practicing this week. So, you know, having him back is going to be a huge boost for, for New England. So it's uh, it's not looking too good for Kansas City next week. So do we give Houston a participation trophy? I mean, those are going on now. That's a big thing. <laughs> That's the big thing online right now, right? So if we got we got Haas, we start to Haas is Redskins participation trophy. We're gonna get to him in a little while. He's he's special. Uh, that guy is special. So do we give do we give Houston a participation trophy just for getting here, or uh, you give him credit for hanging in here? Man, I'm gonna have to. Uh, yeah, it's almost like they survived to get to the playoffs. They survived that division. Uh, you got to give the the participation trophy definitely to the defense. Uh, I would give it a, a participation trophy to everyone except Brian Hoyer. I think uh, Hoyer is the only one without one of those trophies. Uh, right. It, it was just awful. He he single handedly lost the game for his team. By Nah, that's terrible. And it, yeah, quarterback. Yep. That's terrible. There's nothing you could do. What are you going to do? Five turnovers? I mean, mm-hmm. th- that's just incredible. Four interceptions, uh, two fumbles, one loss. Uh, he yeah. had a turnover on downs from a fumble. Like, it's – it was just – it was a disaster. I, I, I'm i sure it's something he's going to want to forget very soon, but uh, I'm sure Houston's not – Houston fans are not going to let him uh, forget it anytime soon. So hats off to J.J. Watt in that defense, right? They played a hard Absolutely. shot. Work. Their fans uh, played a hard shot. I mean, nine and seven is nine and seven. Call how you want to do. Uh, how you want to get it? Call it. I mean, that division was terrible, and they hung in there. So um, participation trophy for everybody except Brian Hoyer. I mean, <laughs> you just got to do better than that. You got to do better than that. Yeah, um, you're professional. Your boy Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Had a message for J.J. Watt, right? You want to elaborate? 
Oh, absolutely. He's been doing this. Uh, he's been doing it a lot. Um, you know, <laughs> with people losing or having rough times, uh, doing inspirational speeches. Run to and, the uh, chopper. Yeah. <laughs> and it it just has me cracking up. He's like, JJ Watt, don't uh, don't hang your head. You did great. You did a good job. <laughs> he just kept going, and uh, he's like, uh, "Remember, if you get knocked down, you're a winner. Because if you get knocked down, you stand back up." Hasta that's la vista, right. baby. Hey, that's good. That's good. That was good. That was good. That was hey. good by you, man. That was good. That was good. That was good. That was good. Man, Arnold, uh, man, I love that guy. He's he's absolute an absolute comedian. Um, it's it's cool. He's been doing all these like kind of inspirational things. Uh, you know. Uh, he's one of my big uh, big heroes just because of, you know, the, the weightlifting back in the day. And I just think the guy is incredible. So Let me versatile. ask you this. Let me ask you this. So um, in your lifetime, Giants versus anybody in the Super Bowl, a ticket for yourself to go see that game or a one-on-one workout session with Arnold? What would you, what would you choose? I would have to go to the one-on-one workout session, no doubt. Wow! No question. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. That would so be big. Giants are number two. You so is it the, because of this season or are you just overall that pissed you off? No, no, that's just overall. any a kicking I mean, in Arnold's, or just no, uh, no, 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 not even that. I mean, there's no okay. game ever that you can give me tickets to that I would trade in. Um, Arnold's one of like I said, one of my you know personal heroes, and to be able to have that one on one. Uh, you know, workout situation where it would just be not only just working out, but just picking his brain. Uh, he's a very successful guy, you know, uh, coming to this country. And, uh, you know, look at the success he's amassed, you know, with movies, commercials. Uh, wasn't he a governor, too, governor right. of yeah. California? He's he's done it all. And uh, that would just be an experience and a half right there, something that you can never forget. You could always go to a Super Bowl. But, um, you know, being able to have that one-on-one uh, time with, a legend like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, there's no comparison. Man, I would never thought I'd see the day you picked Arnold over your Giants, man. Yeah, wow. no, that definitely, definitely. That's uh, that's my guy. Definitely one of my big t- all-time heroes. I hear you. All right, <laughs> fair. That's fair. That's fair. Good. Well put. Um, so the Texans. Um, the future's looking bright. Bill O'Brien, owner, company. Where do they go from here? Draft pick. Uh, what do they need moving forward? A quarterback? Well, they I need, mean, uh, more offense. Uh, the defense is okay, see. right? Defense is pretty defense solid. Is, it's okay. There's a few holes there. Uh, I would I would start addressing the secondary. It's kind of getting old. Right, uh, right. You have Joseph Joseph back there. He's been there a long mm-hmm. time. Still pretty good, but definitely start addressing uh, some secondary issues. Mm-hmm. Um, it. I want to say that their future is bright. They have a lot of talent. I mean, especially when you have that defense, and then you have a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. It's mm-hmm. looking good. Um, Arian Foster, you got you got to have a full season out of this guy at some point, either oh. that or uh, oh. move on in a different direction. It's, right, it's, right. It's constant injury, and now that's something that needs to be addressed, as well as the quarterback situation. I feel like this team never addresses the quarterback situation. They just right. kind of go in, um, you know, with any any donk that they pick up from uh, free agency or whatever, and uh, right. expect it to work. And it's it it's a quarterback is the most important position in the NFL. And right. if you don't have anyone half decent, you you really can't expect much out of your team. And Houston, they they overachieved for uh, having their uh, offensive struggles. Uh, that mm-hmm. defense carried them to the playoffs. So they do have a bright future, but that quarterback position needs to be addressed ASAP. And uh, I don't know if they have to, you know, they have to get the draft, um, maybe get someone young. 
but uh, mm-hmm. they they still need uh, that veteran experience too. You know, just to uh, bring up this uh, bring up the draft pick. You can't just get a number one draft pick. I don't see anyone this year coming out that's going to be a, num- a starter right away. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of quarterback questions there, and uh, we'll see if they address that. I, I mean, Bill O'Brien, a, an offensive coach. Yeah, good uh, coach, right? Surprise, coach. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm just completely shocked that he's you know settled for this and hasn't said anything to uh, management like what's going on? Are we ever going to get a quarterback? Right. I mean, you have Brian Hoyer who's a, who should be a backup if anything, and then his backup is Brandon Whedon. It's just it's a mess. It's a mess. Yeah, it really is. Um, so quarterback, back end, a little bit of defense, more offense. Um, what if if you're Andre Johnson, you, you feeling salty? I mean. Or you're smiling. I mean, you left this team, right? Think they were dead, and you went to the Colts. He's kind of, kind of feel kind of salty, some type of way today, right? I mean, no playoffs. Didn't even, you know, snip the playoffs. I mean, yeah, no playoffs. I mean, it's kind of rough. That's why he left there to make the playoffs to make that run. <laughs> so seeing, uh, you know, seeing your your uh, former team make it, and you're sitting at home watching them, uh, you probably have some uh, some rough feelings there, but. Uh, like I said, I think I would rather be in his position right now with the Colts. Colts are just seem to be a better organization. You know they're going to come back next year. They're right, not going right, to be right. a, uh, the same bad team. Uh, maybe Andrew Luck gets healthy and you know turns it back on. Doesn't he had a rough year? Mm-hmm. So I uh, just kind of got to forget about that. They need to retool, um, get a little younger on offense. Uh, that defense needs to be worked on. You can't feel too bad. Um, being there especially I'd, i'll take the quarterback situation in indianapolis over houston any day of the week especially at wide receiver yeah absolutely i think i mean well pagano going back surprised me right it surprised you too right a lot of people are surprised right i was shocked not only going back but a four-year extension because we had him um, done left for the side like yeah. on the side of the road right i thought that this was it for him um i and the question i had was uh you know him and the GM. I forget his name, but they Gerson. they had a Frank, yeah, yeah they have uh, yeah yeah all year they've had issues they've had their issues in the past. Um, you know, not getting along, not being on the same page. Right. So I thought there would be a separation there at some point. Uh, you know, either Pagano going or Grigson going, mm-hmm. and you know both of them Can't got keep extended. Both. Yeah, yeah, no. both got extended up until I think it's uh, 2020. Football gods, so, man. Poof. Very strange. Very weird. Um. But you know what? You got to yeah. take your hats off, tip your hat off to them because that's the consistency that you ask for in a franchise. You know, you, you had a rough year. Instead of just oh, let's clean house and start all over, let's mm-hmm. see what we could do next year, uh, just to kind of remedy all the issues that we had uh, this year. Instead of yeah. you know cleaning house and then what you're going to be back to what two and fourteen. Uh, it's still a pretty decent team, and it, you know not many things need to be changed to turn everything around. So. Uh, I think it, it's definitely a good call. Um, like we say yeah. all the time, got to have that consistency in the in the in the franchise and in yeah. the. Uh, I wonder in about. The coaching um, I wonder about Jim Mercy though, because every time I think about Jim Mercy, I'm always thinking negative. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You see He's the wild memes. Ones. You see, yeah, you see the memes. Got <laughs> riding around with a, I think it was a, well, how many twenty five thousand dollars in, in a in a bag in his car and they getting pulled over. And pills you know, and everything. Like pills, he always looks drunk. drunk. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, I didn't want to go there, but you said it. But I didn't want to go there. So I wonder if he was in one of his moods, man. Like one of his, uh, I don't know, ah, oh, shucks, man, mood moments. 
and he's going to be uh, regressing. I don't know, man. I got a funny feeling about Ursay. I don't know what it is. Like you said, the image, I would think in my head, is this guy is like a mafioso dude riding around with $25,000 <laughs> and probably a, a Louis Vuitton bag. I don't know, man. I hope he was in the right frame of mind when he was really thinking about bringing back Gershon and Pagano. I really hope I really hope he's, in, he's doing this for the fans and, and for the benefit of Andrew Luck and that franchise because – you know, you know these guys get sometimes they're happy in one minute, and one minute they're just sideways. So I wonder if he was on that stuff, or if he was just <laughs> like, all right, he's, his head's in it. You know what I mean? That's why I wonder. That's the only question I wonder. I think that's about a good him. point. That's a good point. Shot. The players absolutely love Pagano, though. Yeah. So that's another thing you have to keep in mind. They've been they were clamoring for him to stay, and uh, very excited about the, you know him getting that extension. So that's always a, a good thing to look at. And you know what? If it doesn't go right, they could always still he could always still can them both. Um, you know, he'd probably owe them a little bit more money with the uh, contract extension, but he could always fire them next year. It really, you know, it's not a a guaranteed that they're going to stay for four years. I'm so, blaming uh, the Urshay. This doesn't work out, though. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I but think you have to. It's going to be one he, of those he, times when he was on that stuff, or what do you have? He didn't doing? give it much time either. He he didn't kind of. Right. It'll go through the, the process, maybe all. interview right. some people, uh, kind of just see uh, what could be done. But uh, it was just kind of he just really quick, right? I, not even the se- I don't think the season was even over, and uh, gave him the extent the extensions. So I don't know. See I what happens. Right of, I hope he was in the right frame of mind. Though. <laughs> we'll, I, I, we'll find out. I'm sure a story will come. Time out. will tell, right? Time will tell. Donk of the year 2016. Oh we have another run. man, that award that should be shared by a lot of a lot of guys, man. Already, just end the year right now. We're yeah. in January. It's, it's We're in like, January. Yeah, but I'm like, I've seen everything already. It's, it's just like it, I I can't. I, I can't. It's just going to be an incredible year. 2016 is going to be oh, wild. God. <laughs> Um, before we move on to Steelers Bengals, that's that's like a cage. I'm not um, even. We're going till ten o'clock tonight, right? I'm not uh, even going to need a, a few hours on I'm this. Not, yeah, I'm not even going to take a commercial break. Um, Chiefs. So Chiefs moving on versus the Patriots. Real quick, you picking this game already? Because I know I have already. It's simple. Um, yeah, it's pretty hard to not go with New England. Um, the preparation they had, the time they had to uh, get ready for Kansas City. Uh, Kansas right. City meet, missing Macklin. Uh, Julian Edelman is a huge piece to that offense. Right. Uh, him coming back. New England had the opportunity to rest. So all their guys are going to be uh, rearing to go, ready to start this run. So, right. uh, you know, being in New England, too, uh, having home field advantage. Uh, you know how the weather's already kind of uh, reared its ugly head this weekend, kind of determining a game. Yeah, that's true. Um, we'll see. Kansas City yeah, Kansas we'll City's normally used to bad weather too and rain and stuff and sleet. But like but like just saying it out there, bull I got this bold prediction thing now. Like you cannot pick against Tom Brady unless they're playing the Giants in the Super Bowl or whatever in playoffs. That's it. You can't Pretty pick much, yep. you can't pick you can't you, like, unless you live in Kansas City, I get it. You're a homer, you're a fan, you're a fanboy, fangirl. God bless you. That's fine. That's fine and all. But for me, I can't pick against Brady and Belichick. I don't care who they're playing. I cannot go against them. Will they win? I think they will win. Would I be shocked if they didn't win? No, because Kansas City is one of the hottest teams out there besides Seattle right now. Probably the hottest team right now in football. Andy Reid, great coach. This defense is playing really good. Uh, quarterback doesn't turn the ball over. He can play. Um, the defense is really, really good. Justin Houston and Tom Bali, those guys, Eric Berry, those guys know how to play. They've been here before. 
They've been hurt in the playoffs before. Brady, you know, banged up. His team's banged up. Not where they should be right now, but at the end of the, foot, the, end of the day, stats, analytics, whatever you want to judge it by, you just can't go against Brady. So Yeah, I'll, you just got to throw that stuff out. Definitely yeah, have I'll to throw that, that stuff out when it comes to this. Yeah. I mean, look at all the years. I mean, how long has it been? It's been almost a, what, decade and a half? Yeah, of uh, seeing these guys together, it's it's really hard to pick against them, no matter what, uh, no matter right. what the odds are. So uh, definitely, uh, you got to go with uh, New England. I would love to see Kansas City win it because I mean, I think they're a great team. Eleven in a row is no joke. Uh, mm-hmm. They would be twelve twelve in a row if they get the win in New England. But I just I just don't see it. Especially I I even completely forgot to mention uh, Justin Houston, um, big key to that uh, defense. Oh, he's, he's a monster. Uh, Monster. Yeah, he's hobble. He's hobbling though. He's uh, definitely still feeling the effects of that knee injury. Uh, you could see it during the game. He he kept coming in and out of the game. Um, you know, just trying to rest that knee. He, he was definitely limping a little bit noticeably. So By that's the another way, the question mark there. Too. Did he uh, bench his uh, starters in the fourth quarter, or he did he play the entire game? Because I would have benched. No, him. no. They learned their lesson from last year against uh, against the Indianapolis. They uh, had uh, pedal yeah, to the metal okay. the entire game. Uh, really? They were going for touchdowns. They, yep, they were not letting up on offense at all. They weren't trying to, uh, you know, kind of just run the ball just to waste time. They were trying to march down the field, okay, uh, okay. till the very end. So uh, they okay. learned their lesson from last year for sure. Okay, that's. But you know, like like you said, anything could happen any given Sunday, right? Any we see anything any given Saturday, any given Sunday, any given Monday. So I mean, we think and everything that lines up would say the Patriots would win. But like we, me and Dave just said, we don't. We we won't be surprised at all if the hottest team in the league, the Chiefs, beat the Patriots. And Eagle fans, I don't know if they're bashing Andy Reid or they're clamoring towards Andy Reid and a little salty. I know I'm not. I'm pulling for the Walrus. I'm pulling for Coach Reid. You just got to stop dabbing. But otherwise, that I'm, I'm pulling for. Him. I'm rooting for. Him. I think everyone needs to stop dabbing at this point. Oh, it's getting uh, getting a little wild. <laughs> oh man, we we got a Michael. All right, so four thirty four after the hour, can Freedom Sports Talk Show live call in to six six one four four nine 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 zero four. It's pretty much. It's I don't you know what it is I have notes for today and that was that whole segment that you guys just listened to was just ab lib and from the heart because I just only thing I had was just. Arnold Schwarzenegger had a message for J.J. Watt, and the Texans lost. That's all I had. I really could just screenshot that right now for you, and that's all I had. It was just, <laughs> it was just ad-lib, just an sh- entire shoot. Um, I'm going to shoot now and, on the Steelers and Bengals because, like, Dave was watching it at home. I wasn't watching it at home. <laughs> wow. So I'm watching, I'm watching this game, and I have a lot of Steelers fans. Been in Cincinnati. Uh, Paul Brown Stadium, great, right down the road from um, where the Reds play. Great area, great, great, great fans. Who Day Nation, the whole nine. I've got towels in the man cave says Who Day Nation. So I respect those franchises. Steelers, um, Bengals, I respect them. One of my best friends, Chris, big Steeler fan. Till the day he dies, I'll be buried in a Steeler towel, uh, terrible towel. Um, but I'm watching this game at work. And I'm like, all right, so there's there's no there's what fifteen zero. I was watching it now. There's no score at halftime. I'm like, all right, so it's fifteen nothing at like uh, the third ish. If you correct me if I'm wrong, the third ish. Like, all right, fifteen going nothing. into the Some, fourth, fourth, right. fourth quarter. Yeah. Still Some, something's got to give. So I'm like busy with my tables. Uh, yeah, yada yada yada. Literally turn around like five minutes later. It was like sixteen fifteen. I'm like, you got you've got to be kidding. Because you were telling me this game is over. This game is done. That's all. Too much, too many flags, which I agree. Because you know this is, is, is a war. It's a UFC battle. 
They it guys hate each other. A mess. It Sloppy was a mess. mess. So much laundry on that raining. field. Oh, a lot of flag, a lot of laundry. Horrible, horrible weather. I'm sick of my, I'm like, I'm like, God bless these guys. They're they're gladiators, football players, man. They really are. So I'm like, five minutes later, I'm like, sixteen fifteen. I'm like, I literally neglected my tables for like two minutes. I'm like, I, I whatever. I didn't care what they wanted. Refills, water, lemons, what I whatever. Literally went to the bar, started watching the game. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. So I saw the highlights: AJ Green touchdown, Jeremy Hill touchdown. I'm like, all right. So now you gotta play clock management, right? Yada yada yada. I'm uh, the night now. Like we're all hovering around the television. A minute something left. Hovering around the television. Jeremy Hill up the middle, and he fumbles the ball. And from that <laughs> moment on, it was just things you can talk about for five, ten years from now. Shenanigans. My boy, Davis. perfect, right? That guy is a menace. He is both good. And he is both bad. But when he bad, he really, really bad. And he he, he hasn't come off that carousel. He has not come off that screen machine, Dave. He has not come off that screen machine. Him running with the ball towards the end zone in the locker room. He finally came back out. This guy has, like, stomped. You remember that kick with Antonio Brown? He, like, literally, Luke Kang, the punter last year. He had one of those this year, too. Literally, Luke Kang, the, the cameraman. And didn't even it's... pick up the cameraman. No, no, left, him, left is, it there. Would you like, during the break, if we take a break today in the show, which I don't think we will, because there's so much shenanigans going on. Like, this guy literally, Lou Kang, the cameraman, and did not even bother picking the guy up. And those cameras are expensive. $85,000, those AG cameras are pretty expensive. But from that fumble, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. That fumble. So here comes Big Ben, big muscular guy. I don't know how he does it. His frame. Moving, moving the ball, like you're thinking, all right, here and there, here and there. But that pass towards Antonio Brown, it looked like, like we, like we talked about before. You can't, it's, you can't stop yourself in the middle of the year and say, oh, I don't want to hit him high, I don't want to hit him low. It's so fast. Was it a legal hit? Yeah. Was he meant, he meant to do it? No. You know, kind of like very clutched him by rule, right? Yes, exactly that's by rule. Is, Ten yeah. years ago, that's not even a flag, right? Not at so all. Not at all. It's just like pick yourself up and go. Now it's just like a whole big thing. Now Antonio Brown laying down flat. Rumors are he's coming. Rumors out there saying that he winked towards Pac-Man, saying he was all right. He was playing it off. He was selling it. My boy Antonio Brown. I don't know if he did. Legal hit. And then you have the skirmish. Mike Munchak on the field. You got Porter, your boy Porter on the field. <laughs> Skirmish, another flag. So not even a 15-yarder, a 30-yard penalty now. That's what They're did it. Field goal range. Boswell with a field goal kick. Kickers are players too. Kickers are people too, right? Hashtag kickers <laughs> are people too. Uh, field goal's good. Game over. Gas up the buses. Get out of the hostile environment. But even before that, you got big bet on the cart. Um, Miller Lite, my choice of beer, happened to be thrown at Big Ben. Um. <sighs> I'm surprised not even Duracell batteries are batteries, have you? Like, about six fans got arrested after the game. Pac-Man Joe's, he goes ham on social media, Instagram, then he takes it down because PR. Burfecht they got to him. Upset. They got to him. NEA got to him. Um, Burfecht got, he was he was crazy. It was just coaches, players in the field. It was nuts, nuts, Dave, nuts. I don't know what to say. I want to let you take the stage for a couple minutes here and explain some stuff. I'm just going to give you the, the, the correct analogy for the stuff, and you're done. <laughs> it was a cage match. It was a war. It was brutal. It was ugly. It was nasty. 
And then people are saying, well, Marvin Lewis um, was soft with these guys all year round. So he wasn't soft in defense playing great all year on, up until that fumble, right? So if they yeah, won it's... up until that fumble, it was okay for him to be soft and letting bygones be bygones with the defense, not punishing these guys for saying things, social media. And now because they lost, Marvin Lewis is a bad coach. He can't coach. He's only seven in the playoffs. He can't bring him back. He lost control of the locker room. But if they won, it would mean a totally different story. He's a hero. That's that's how it is. It's always the coach, you know. It's it's a uh, it's a tough gig. I when you're uh, doing well, you're you're in good shape. But uh, second something goes wrong, uh, regardless of the situation, it's it's always the coach. It was a it was a flag fest. There was so much laundry on that field. Uh, it reminded me that I needed to do laundry later that night because it was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, you had uh, 18 total penalties, uh, seven total personal fouls. Uh, this oh, was between man. players and coaches. I mean. There were several coaches that got personal you can, uh, personal fouls. You can write a better script. You can't write a no, better. You cannot. There's, the, you will never see anything like this ever again, unless maybe next year with Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. It was just everything that happened from the very beginning of the game, uh, where the referees are standing uh, blockading both teams from each other during warmups. Uh, they wouldn't let anybody go near each other because you had that feel. Uh, that big fight feel that you knew that these guys were ready to kill each other like Ali on Frazier, that field. Rumble in the jungle, right? Ali Frazier, it was right? Just, you had that feeling from the get-go, just watching that. And uh, from the, I mean, you had one guy. Uh, you have Munchak pulling on the uh, Cincinnati players' dreads on the sideline. You heard Phil. You heard Phil Simms said as part of the uniform. Are you, are you kidding me? Your boy Phil Simms. Are you kidding me, Phil Simms? Did he go drink? It's tea part of the that, uniform if you're on the field. He he drinks. What is it called? That tea commercial he has. I like drinking this. This, this I forgot the name of this commercial he makes for this tea. I'm like, can you go have some more of that tea? That Bogo tea or bogus tea you drink? Are you kidding me? Oh you, man, he's a clown. Like he's, he's he's blinded by his own mediocrity. Phil Sims, go ahead, man. I'm sorry to cut you off. He really is. No, I like that. I like that because <laughs> it was just funny because uh, oh, while watching man. all this not this this madness that were, was going on on the field, uh, you You're have right. Jim Nance. Right. You have Jim Nance and Phil Sims trying to commentate, and they're just kind of lost and they didn't really know what was going on. Could, could, could we have? Could I challenge my? Could I challenge my inner Jim Nance right now? Hello, friends. We have a skirmish on Paul Brown Stadium. Angle Steelers. That's how he starts off every Masters. Hello, yeah. friends. That's he what it felt like. Hello, friends. I mean, jeez. I, I don't know. Go ahead, continue, man. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I, it felt like. It, it felt like he was calling the Masters, and uh, it was definitely not the Masters. I mean, it was like definitely a preview of uh, WWE Royal Rumble. I mean, it was just insanity. Uh, it, 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 there had to be a script to this game because it was just so entertaining. The football on the field was absolutely awful. I mean, it was a messy <laughs> game. Offenses were terrible. Uh, it was field goal city for uh for uh the Steelers I mean uh man it was a mess for both teams uh AJ McCarron couldn't move the ball he actually had to switch and put on a glove because he couldn't get a grip like uh, like you said with the weather mm-hmm. but it was just just watching you know the sideline stuff the uh, all the shenanigans that's what that's what made this game so entertaining and it was it was actually, it was a joy to to watch I mean I I'm laughing because <laughs> I'm just like I cannot wait till Monday to talk about this. This is just absolutely you can't write a better script. And uh, it was just you know 15 nothing going into the fourth. Uh, think it's over. Uh, ben Roethlisberger with the shoulder injury, uh, not coming into the game. Uh, AJ McCarron actually you know he started looking a little more confident in the uh, in the fourth quarter there, and uh, that pass to AJ Green to take that lead. 
1615, you just felt, you know, everyone's cheering. Uh, It just felt like it was finally, they're about to get that monkey off their back. And I really wanted to see it because I wanted to challenge um, what you were saying last week, that if they did get this win, what happens to Andy Dalton? And right. I was like, oh, we're actually going to get to see that, uh, you know, unfold this week. And that's going to be great we're, to talk about. Here we are not even talking about the good, like you just said, the good thing what McCarron has done. The guy about to win this game. Andy Dalton's out of Cincinnati, right, like we were saying last week. And everything is good, no matter the defense, no matter how Pac-Man Jones and Perfect, they're sideways. I was telling my, 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 my manager, Steve, I'm like, that guy, Perfect, the way how he was running on the television – I'm like, if that guy was coming towards me in a, in a dark alley, you bet your ass I'm crossing that street. Like, I'm, I'm, I'll be the I'm, fastest I'm, guy I'm, in the world. I'm, I'm oh, my God. That guy's intimidating, man. That guy's, so, he's a scary dude. I'm not even talking about the good AJ McCarron, how this guy from nothing to something now in the, in the NFL and college is great. But, like, would this guy be able to do? Any Dalton couldn't done. He couldn't do this. Here we are, anointing AJ McCarron. Here we are talking about the skirmish, dreadlocks, That's what it is. coaches. Perfect on his carousel, Pac-Man going ham. I mean, and it was you know what's, a matter of seconds, a minute and 32. And Bill I know. Like, and the sad part, too, is that Perfect had an excellent game. I mean, he played his butt off. I mean, he had a he great hit on Ben Roethlisberger to get him oh, out of the game. Oh, Perfectly yeah. clean hit, too. Uh, you know, that interception at the end, which, right. you know, it should have sealed the game right there uh, if Jeremy Hill didn't uh, fumble the ball. Um, I don't know why he ran to the tunnel. I thought that was ridiculous. I was just going to say the Bengal thing to happen is that be a safety and Bengals lose by one point. But uh, he was, <laughs> they did uh, show that he was uh, not, he was uh, put down by uh, the other player. So he was down by contact, but it was just, uh, it just seemed after that interception, it all just fell apart and it, it fell apart real quick. Uh, a lot of questions still surround this. Uh, is he going to be suspended for that hit? I don't think it was a malicious hit. Mm-hmm. I don't think he did it on purpose. Uh, it was still – it looked pretty vicious. Uh, even though <laughs> I guess your boy Antonio Brown is kind of uh, – he's going to win a Golden Globe for that performance. Was that a but, good acting um, job on Antonio Brown? Maybe. <laughs> possibly, perhaps. Especially if he – especially Wink, if he wings. smiles. He got the white teeth going. The Porter's on the field. Porter's actually yeah. to be thought- – why didn't Portugal not get tossed? I mean, can you toss coaches? I mean, why? I mean, why, I mean, how, in the NBA, if you're a player, you go on the, flea, the court, you're done for the next game, right? So we need to put these rules in, in place. I mean, how is this rule not implemented in the league? And that's what, you know, when I sent that to you yesterday, the exact rule that uh, the only people allowed on the field are people tending right. to the injured player. Uh, right. Porter had no business being, he's an, a defensive coach. He's not even an offensive coach. He had no business being on that field. They right. have him on payroll to be an instigator, to talk smack. Uh, that's what he's there for. That's what he's and there that's for. The that's the only reason. That's what he did in his whole career, right, and right. that's what he was there for that game because you saw him on that field. He shouldn't have been there, and there was no Pittsburgh uh, Steelers around him. He was all in, He was all around uh, Bengals players just talking smack, and you could see he was instigating. And um, that's, I agree with the first personal foul call. Uh, on perfect, mm-hmm. you have to call that. That's the rule, uh, regardless whether he intended to do it or not. It's the rule. So 15 yards right there. But that second one, I do not agree with with Pac-Man Jones because number one, it should have been offsetting because Porter should have gotten personal foul right, uh, for right. being on right. the field. Uh, he right. he had no business being there, and um, the refs were right there. 
they heard he him talking. Throws, you, you throw the laundry and then you maybe pick that flag up. Let him off set, give him the fifteen yards, but not thirty yards. No, not put him in no. field goal range, right? No. So yeah. And now you're just you're costing a team a game. Your 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 penalty, your flag, uh your decision is affecting right. the outcome of a game. A playoff so game, a huge Evan Lewis division game. coach, he's a bum. He has no control of the locker room. He's own seven in the playoffs. He's a bad coach. He can't coach. Get him out of there. That's what we're talking about now. Minute 32, everything was great. Dandy and fine. Unreal. Gorgeous. And Unreal. McCarron is, is taking the next hell. Andy Dalton may be done in Cincinnati. Now it's the whole the aftermath now. It's, yeah, he, it's game of inches, man. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, how do you, how do you, I've, I've, how, how bad do you feel for Jeremy Hill? How, how bad do you feel for this young man? He looked uh, like he was in rough shape after that game. Um he looked pretty upset, pretty sad. You have one job to do, man. You have one job to do. I mean, why are you fighting for extra yards? Um, the whole purpose was, you know, to run the ball I and just get that always, clock down. You're, you're fighting for those mad. extra yards. I why? always get, I always get mad when my when football players do that. Any my fantasy guys. My thing is, go down, stay down. That's it. That's all you had Not to do. Not fight for extra yards. You're right there. Get the first down. Take, go to take a knee, go to church, game over. That's you it. Know? Like that, that's it. I mean, now it's... so we're talking about Burfick being a goon. He's gonna get fined. He might get suspended. Pac-Man Jones goes ham. That 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 rant was pretty funny though. Yeah, it he, was. I, I, I liked was, how he cleaned it, it up. It. Like, ah, uh, I had my ten minutes. I'm cool now. <laughs> He's cool now. He became a PR. He took it down. He, that that yep. Pac-Man Jones. Jerry was, Jerry he, Porter. He, oh man, Jerry Porter. <laughs> He was Pat Manjoli be making a rain for about twelve years in the league, man. Man, that whole strip club incident—that was like ten years ago. Imagine that. Yeah. And he wanted yeah, to play for free. He wanted to play for free, and then they were like, "No, nah, you're sitting your ass out, though. You're getting suspended." I mean, so Pac-Man's come a long way, but like, he's still Pac-Man Jones. Let me ask you this, man. So, are the Bengals just built to lose because they can't win a playoff game since 1990? Boomer Esiason at the helm. I'm thinking they've certain teams this league. No matter what it is, the score or what the situation is, they just find a way to lose. I don't. I don't. I, I just. I just. Maybe there's a football god after all. Maybe there it's is. Sad. Maybe there's there has power. To be. There has to be. There's something out there that we don't know and see. But certain teams in this league just find ways to lose because they won the game until a minute thirty-two left, yep. and then their defense and their actions just cost them the game. Yeah, That's it. and it's you know one thing followed the uh, followed the next, and it was just like you know the fumble, the fumble never happened. Uh, we wouldn't be talking. We'd be talking about how Perfect had a great game, how he's one of the best linebackers in the league, um, how great that defense performed, uh, how great AJ McCarron um, brought the team back. Uh, they didn't give up, uh, being down fifteen nothing, uh, not having anything going on offense because uh, they didn't really have uh, too much of a run game either. Um, they're a great run team. That's what they're known for. And uh, A.J. McCarron didn't have that help. He ended up throwing 41 passes in that game. So, I mean, a lot rested on his shoulders. And, uh, you know, especially with the weather, too, it was, it was pouring. So it's definitely right. tough to uh, have a pass game in that, in that situation. And he had a great game. Everything is overshadowed by just that one, that one fumble. If that one fumble did not happen, it's a different conversation today. And we're tipping our hat to, uh, you know, Marvin Lewis. Great job in Cincinnati. Uh, They finally got the monkey off their back. And now it's just a completely different story. And it's just, it's, it's unbelievable. I, I can't even put into words. I still almost don't believe what I saw on Saturday night. I'm still kind of shocked. 
Price fight. Uh, price yeah, fight. it's just something price you fight. never ever expect to see. And it was you, it was you wild. Can't, you can't throw anything up. Um so Marvin Lewis can't coach. Good coach, bad coach, does he come back next year? Uh wow. I mean, I I love Marvin Lewis. You have to bring him back. It's hard. You're not going to control a guy. There's no coach in the league that's going to control a guy like Burfecht. That guy is a madman. Um, but that's what that defense was all about. You know, this year they were. He was a madman. He didn't change all of a sudden. That's the right. same defense that they've had all year, and um, that's how they played. They had a ferocious. Uh, linebacking core, and they just had that the ferocity that you know they they were a, a just badasses, you know, right. and uh, that's how they carried themselves on defense. And you, you're not going to change it; nothing's going to change like that. And he lost his head, lost his cool. I don't think that guy will ever learn. Um, but it, you know, it's almost like it, it was just unfortunate. Like you said, it's such a fast game. Uh, the way he was going to hit. What if Antonio Brown caught the ball and he let up? That's a touchdown. Right. He's going to be oh, in yeah. field goal range regardless. So it's 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 such a tough situation. Uh, it's hard it's hard to not blame them. Uh, you know, Pac-Man too. He should have kept his cool. But also Joey Porter shouldn't yeah. have been there. It's so many question marks. It's it's sad. It really is sad. And it's something Cincinnati fans will not forget. Uh, just being a minute away from you know finally rejoicing and getting that big playoff win. And not only the playoff win doing it against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, that's storybook oh, for them. Storybook. And it just turned into a nightmare. Google, I'm looking at Perfect. Um, linebacker throws $80,000 camera to the ground, injures a cameraman. The cameraman has like a, a bandage over his nose. Um, Google that, definitely. <laughs> Google that. It's uh, Perfect. I'll I'll talk right now. I'll give you some. Perfect uh, kicks cameraman. It's... Um, I, I I don't know. I remember I, seeing. I remember uh, watching it happen, and I was just like, <laughs> "This guy, it's something, it's something wrong with him." But if, if they won, if they won yesterday, greatest linebacker of all time. Oh, absolutely. Uh, he's going to be scared to play next week. I mean, he's going to be so menacing. He's going to be scared to play this guy. So what do we do with AJ? What do we do with Andy Dalton now? I mean, what, what he had a great he, year. He had a I great mean, year, and it's tough. Do you to, think if Dalton was in this game, it would have been a different outcome? Wow, that's tough to say. I mean, it was a it was a messy game. I think uh, Dalton's experience would have helped, but you know, also you don't know if his nerves would have right. hindered the team a little bit like because Peyton you know Manning he's been going through this year at year in pressure. year out, right? And right. all that pressure he would be feeling. Holding so on the know, pressure, you just yeah. don't know. You just don't know. Um, but hey, I, nobody's talking about AJ McCarron. I always want to mention him because he had. He did more than I thought he was going to do. Um, he had a great game. Now that's going to be definitely a question. Uh, do you do you uh, start AJ McCarron now? I think you're going to have to stick with Dalton at least one more year. See what happens. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, that's you got to keep McCarron there. That's a great great second uh, option to have there, and uh, especially for the future of the franchise, that's getting that experience already in the uh, in the playoffs, a big game. Uh, a, a mess of a game, but uh, you know, a big game nonetheless. So you're bringing so, back Marvin Lewis. You're bringing back Dalton. The whole crew. Uh, let's do it. Let's do it one more time. See what happens. Is uh, why are you going to start again? Team, 
This is nineteen reminds me of the of the the Chargers mirror images of the Chargers when the Chargers was really good. You know they had uh, Sproles, they had Turner, Burner, yeah, Rivers, Gates, uh, LT, really good team. We just couldn't get over the hump. They were built for success, but they just never won. They they won in the playoffs, but they never got to that big moment. You know, yeah. and the Chargers, this this Bengals team. Like, they've been put together for a long time. They're built for success. You put Peyton Manning on his team, Drew Brees on his team. I don't know what Drew Brees, but, you know, a good, a really top-five quarterback on his team. I mean, this team is built for winning right now, I think. I don't think you dismantle them just yet. I think you give them one more year, right? Definitely. Let's see, let's see what happens, right? Yeah, definitely have to go one more year. I mean, this is a great, very talented team. Um, you know, it's, A.J. Green is no joke. Uh, it would be nice to maybe get one more, uh, one more wide out there, kind of uh, – Deflect that double off. coverage. Yeah, yeah take That's it off of A.J. Green there. Um, right. Even though it, it really doesn't matter, even if you double cover him half the time, <laughs> he still succeeds. Yeah, he still catches so, anyway. He runs great routes. Yeah. He runs great routes. Yeah, he really does. Um, for Pittsburgh, uh, Big Ben separated shoulder. He says he's going to try to play at Denver, which is BS. You, come on. You you know. I, don't I think how, he's out. I don't think I how mean, separated this guy's shoulder is. This guy's Big Ben. You don't go on Big Ben for nothing. He's going to play. He's going to go out there, but I don't think he's going to last. Um, Denver has a, a ferocious defense, too. Don't forget about them. So, uh, you know, protecting him is going to be vital. And, you know, just even even with the – even if uh, they protect him and keep him upright, mm-hmm. how effective is he going to be throwing the long ball? Because, as, as you saw on the last drive, uh, the drive before that, Landry Jones actually took over and uh, threw that interception. And that's when uh, Ben just decided to go out there and give it a go. But they were only throwing, you know, three-yard outs, three-yard outs uh, all up and down the field. Uh, He couldn't really throw the ball too well. And uh, then he had that one pass uh, to Antonio Brown when all that stuff happened. And uh, he seemed to grimace. Uh, He wasn't moving his shoulder during the postgame too much. So that's a a big loss. I I mean, even regardless uh, whether he gives it a go, how effective can he possibly be? Right. Right, that's that's the that's the major thing. Um, what about our boy Antonio Brown? Um, Tony Totap, call God, the whole thing. Tony, big big fan of Antonio Brown. Shout out to him. Hope he's all right. But uh, like you saw the movie Concussion, um, the hit looked pretty bad. But if he got a Golden Glow for that for that for that um, for faking that injury, I don't, I don't know if he faked it or not, or if it was that it wasn't bad as it looked. But um, what do you think is going to happen to Antonio Brown? Are they going to play him or not going to play him? Because they have some weapons already. But and a- yeah, they're going to have to see. Yeah, they're definitely going to have to see. Uh, probably going to have to go through like concussion protocol. I'm sure. Right. Uh, yeah. Even if he faked it, they're going to have to go through that this week. So he's listed mm-hmm. as questionable right now. So we'll see. Right. Um, you already have uh, D'Angelo Williams out, so that's going to be that was tough. Uh, they still had a great run game with uh, Todman and Toussaint, uh, right. so you can't really. Um, think that's going to be a hole having not that having D'Angelo they had 28 carries 123 yards so their run game was still going uh, you have mm-hmm. to have Antonio Brown out there if you're going to have a chance you need Ben and Antonio at 100 percent uh at least 90 percent to even have a chance against Denver uh even with uh I think a a weak Peyton Manning as quarterback uh that that defense could still get it done so it, this week is going to be a, a big uh, a big test. We're going to find out if uh, Pittsburgh even has a chance going into this game. Uh, if Landry Jones starts, it's uh, I'm going with Denver easily uh, by a few touchdowns there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so before we get off this whole this whole situation, so participation trophy time. Um, Bengals. <laughs> 
Who's getting the participation trophy? Oh man, I think you yeah. our boy AJ, right? AJ, I guess AJ. No, right? absolutely, absolutely. Um, AJ McCarron, both AJs, AJ McCarron and AJ Green, definitely. Uh, man, you want to give it to like I said, Perfect had a, a fantastic game up until that last uh, situation. I mean, yeah. lights out game and almost carried the team. And it's just sad. Uh, you want to give him one, but it's pretty tough. Uh, Jeremy Hill, you, you got to take his uh, trophy away from him. Uh, they wouldn't yeah. be in that situation, like I said, if he uh, just went down. Just go down. It's, it's The game's over. You're about to go right. on to the next round, uh, having a great chance of uh, right. you know advancing. Right. And he just blew it. So, yeah, you just got to give it to uh, definitely the AJs. Uh, give it to the whole team. I mean. They did well. They they entertained me. I mean, I had a great Saturday night watching this clown show. It was it was ridiculous. Uh, did you see that thing that I sent you with uh with I think what's his name Pecco, coming out of the uh, coming from the sideline with his cape on, and oh, shoving really? uh, shoving yeah. William Gay. Yeah, that's he, 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 he yeah, Oh man, <laughs> wearing yeah, a cape. Got, like, he's got all that hair, right? He's got all that yeah. hair. Yeah, and he runs right onto the field with this cape. Wait, 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 wait. on. with a cape on. Well, yeah. Say, well, what kind of cape was a Superman? Was it, what kind of cape was a superhero? It looked cape? like it looked like it was funny because it looked like a cape. I think it was one of those throwover jackets oh, that they have okay. on the sideline. But the way he was wearing it, it looked like he was wearing a cape, and he runs out on field uh, directly to William Gay, and right in front of the referee. Um, mind you, he's not even in the game. He comes from the sideline, pushes William Gay, turns around, and walks back to the sideline. No flag. <laughs> and the referee, yeah, the referee looked. At, he was puzzled. He, it took him a moment to throw a flag because he just didn't realize what he just saw. He was just like, wait, what just happened? And then you see the flag go out, and uh, they got a personal foul. It, I, I'm pretty sure I sent it to you. You have to. It is the funniest yeah, thing. I, I, I just sent you that perfect thing with the cameraman. Let me take a uh, – just uh, send, it, send it back to me again. I'll take a look at it. Yeah. So we oh, have man. Capes. We have, we have hair pulling. We have capes. Um, these guys running into the running into the the arena with the football, um, a fumble. I mean, I, I don't you had know. everything, everything. Um, then you have a guy with a catch, right? We're talking about this catch, uh, Martavius Bryant with a catch, with a flip, maintain the possession of the football. I mean, what kind of, that was ridiculous. That was wild. I, but that was a touchdown before even the flip, though, right? I mean, I think so. Touchdowns, right? I think so too. I thought he had both feet in with uh, control. But then again, you never know because I've seen a lot of catches with both feet in and control, and then oh, you know yeah, we don't we don't know what a catch is anymore. Yeah, and then that's not a catch, so it's just right. kind of I, I don't know. <laughs> that thing was wild, but we're not even talking about that just because of all the nonsense and all the uh, shenanigans that went on during the game. Um, you know, the great plays and the, the great efforts during the game, uh, we just kind of lose sight of. I uh, felt like I was in Rome because you know that mall is huge. I felt like I was in Rome watching this game, and like you didn't even watch the whole. Like I was watching in and out of the game, like checking up and score briefly. But like the last like two minutes of that game was just ridiculous. I felt like I was like in Rome, like gladiators with a lion and cages and whips and chains. Because it was like <laughs> it's just it has that had that setting. These guys hate each other. These two teams hate each other. Same division, bad weather. Like it's just ugly, miserable. Like. It was just something big was just about to happen in that game, and lo and behold, it did. Um, and 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 Vontas Burfecht, that roller coaster going, man. He just he just couldn't get out that roller coaster. Uh, that's no. 
I wonder if he likes rides. I wonder if he. I wonder if he goes to Six Flags. I wonder what kind of ride he likes. But we gotta tweet him, ask him. Oh man! <laughs> By the way, it, that's funny. Uh, Marvin Lewis admits to being negligent early when this banger Steelers social media battles began. He says he regrets not understanding the nature of of threatening tweets directed at his players and not talking social, not taking social social media more seriously. Also, seems annoyed NFL turned their head to the issue with the Bengals security when security reached out. Marvin Lewis, the message to the players is that they are privileged to play in the National Football League, and we have to win with class. We have to control us and not worry about the other team other, or, or other circumstances. We have to reinforce that an unfortunate moment. We've, we've had to reinforce that unfortunate moment. Uh, when when Vontaze Burfecht roller coaster got going, Bengals just couldn't get off. So he's saying he didn't pay attention to the social media tweets, posts, everything else, and um, when Bengals security reached out to the NFL. But like I said, I mean, how much more security could you have on the field if guys are just running rough shop out there, hair pulling, whatever you guys with capes, hair pulling? I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, what, what could security do? Even the fans throwing beer beer cans at Big Ben. Hi, uh, uh, middle light bottles throwing at uh, Big Ben. So what more could you do in that situation, That's, right? It's not I much. Mean, it's already, uh, there's so many people on the sideline as it is. Uh, this It's nothing you could do. Um, I mean, what, maybe harsher penalties uh, for uh, doing things like that, uh, being out of line, but it's, it's really nothing you can do. I mean, it, this is not really too surprising. This is... <sighs> um, Man, this man. is the game that we kind of expected with these two teams. Um, we've seen, we saw it during the regular season as well. Uh, these guys right. hate each other. Right. So uh, it's, it's not much you can do. By the way, my phone just died. That's how I've been, I've been writing and texting the last couple of days. So moving forward real quick, Bengals at Denver. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know. Are we going to see Peyton Manning, the sheriff, or are we going to see – Peyton Manning, as of old, um, you know, choking in the playoffs, terrible record, <laughs> can't beat Tom Brady, it's cold out, uh, throwing ducks, Brocky comes in, wins the game for him. I mean, what kind of what kind of uh, Peyton Manning are we going to see on Sunday? Uh, well, I mean, like I said, it, it's a lot is going to be decided with uh, what happens with uh, Big Ben, Antonio. Uh, Steelers without them, I don't think they have a chance. And I think um, basically the Broncos will cruise to a win. Uh, you know, they have one of the highest scoring defenses too. So that's going to help Peyton a lot. Uh, Peyton's just got to play within his game. It, it, you know, he's getting older there. He's got so many weapons on offense. Uh, once they get that running, if they could get that running game going, right. uh, you know, that's basically been the key to his good games is uh, having that running game. And uh, it's going to be up to uh, Hillman and uh, C.J. Anderson if they get it going. And those uh, receivers take a lot of pressure off. need yeah. to start right. Like you said, the running game opened up the passing game, and those receivers, they make the ridiculous catches, but the easy ones, Dave. You know what I'm drops. talking about. I don't the understand. Easy curl routes in and out like Butterfingers, dropsies. I mean, I, I see I, more like, one-handed I, catches this year than right. I do easy two-handed catches. It's it's just unbelievable. Uh, so, I mean, and then we, you know, we always yell at the uh, at the quarterbacks. Oh, we, you know, with their, we look at their stat at the end of the game and see all the uh, incompletions. But uh, man, a lot of them are dropped balls this year. And uh, so, uh, you know, I, these I, are elite I, guys, elite receivers, number ones too, that are doing it. It's, it's 
it's wild. What if Peyton Manning has a subpar first half? Um, five of twenty, hundred yards, two picks, three picks. Do we see Brocky in there? Save the day, wins the game. Peyton Manning retires. Do we see anything like this? Bull predictions for Sunday? Because you know, yeah, you know, absolutely. You, you have know we to. can't write a better, I mean, better script than this. So, what do we think that can possibly happen on Sunday? You can't. There's no way that they're going to allow him to be a turnover machine. Um, that first game when he got replaced. Uh, what was it? He threw for what five completions and like four picks or something. Uh, that you can't do that, regardless of whether Landry Jones or anybody else on the steel, you know, are playing. You're going to lose a game. You can't win a game with all those turnovers. And um, I think you have to go back to Brock because uh, then you just know Peyton can't do it. It's it's as simple as that. I think the first quarter is going to uh, first half is going to be a big determinant whether uh, they just ride with him the rest of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, just got to make the game simple for him. Uh, you know, he's not the uh, gunslinger like uh, he used to be. He's not the sh- I don't think he's the sheriff anymore. So uh, he's just got to play a smart game, a turnover free game. He's got to just not risk, uh, you know, crazy passes. Just run the ball, run the ball, and uh, you know, just a few uh, I, outs here and there. You know, you don't have to go crazy. I don't know how. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if I can pick this game. I, I mean, like you said, you can't really go against Peyton in Denver. But if Big Ben plays, AB plays, there's always a chance, right? You never know with those guys. Yeah, you know, those guys you know are, deep down, are You know, deep down, the zebras. You know, Roger Goodell, the suits. They want Brady Manning 1000, right? That, that's oh what, man, that's what they want, right? In the end, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Throw it out there. That's what they want, right? So yeah, it oh, seems like that. You gotta protect Peyton. We gotta, even though Big Ben's got two rings, Hall of Fame quarterback, AB's great, Steelers legendary franchise. I think fans are clamoring for this one more time, one more hurrah. They want to see Brady Manning part 1000 again. And it's just, I don't know, it's like, why? Why do you want to see that again? (laughs) You know, Peyton is a shell of his his former self, and, you know, Brady's still on top of his game. I mean, I would like to see that match up for different reasons other than the quarterback situation, because I would love to see how that defense plays against, um, you know, that offense, now that Edelman's back with the Patriots. That would be a great game. But uh, I I just hope for a fair game. Uh, You just hate to see the referees decide you know, who's going to advance because it's, it's pretty hard to question. It's pretty hard to believe that, you know, there's not a fix in, you know, the way sometimes uh, they call these games and it's, right. you know, I would hate to find out, you know, in a few years that all these things are staged and I just hope for a fair game, a good game. And yeah, you know, honestly, I think we're going to see uh Patriots and Broncos again, another, uh, Manning and Brady matchup, even though they don't even play each other uh, on the field. But. Yeah, I would, I would, I would, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, you know, I'll lean towards the sheriff just because of who he is. But if the weather is really bad, really cold, he's having a really bad game. You got to put Brock in. You got to go at what sticks. What's gonna get you over that hump? Who knows what's gonna happen the week after that? But like you know, we were saying before, you can't overlook the Steelers as well, too, right? They're gonna bring it. Big Ben and company, historic franchise. Anything is possible, but I'm leaning oh, towards yeah. Denver, but anything is possible. I wouldn't be surprised. Antonio Brown's my boy. A lot of respect for Big Ben, what he does off, uh, on the field, not off the field. 
Um, but you know, but like we said, we won't be surprised if Brocky comes in there second half, cleaning things up, saves the day. <laughs> and those were and those receivers, Von Miller's got to bring it, right? Akeem Talib's got to bring it. He's looked mediocre over the last couple of weeks. Trevathan's got to bring it, right? So and uh, Demarcus Weir's got to bring it. Demarcus Weir, those, yep. those guys are gonna bring it. And those receivers, Sanders. And Demirius Thomas, you just can't drop the easy ones. You kick, you can't, you can't. And I've seen Demirius Thomas up close. I had a conversation with him in, in Arizona earlier this year. He's a monster. Him and those guys and um, Julio Jones, guys are monsters. Big hands. This, I don't. You just can't drop the small ones, man. You can't drop the small ones. Um, so hey, it's going to be a hell of a game next week on on Sunday, and uh, I just hope that everything stays on the field and the refs have nothing to do with it. I'm just hoping. Definitely. Hoping. Hopefully. It's all decided um, by the players, we hope. Yeah, all decided by the players, we hope. Um, 12 after the hour, Camp for Sports Talk Show, live call ends at 661-449-9904. Man, so we haven't taken a commercial break, Dave. I mean... Um, <laughs> no time. <laughs> shout out to um shout out to um Patrick by the way. He's listening right now. He's uh he's um my sister's fiance, he's getting married uh June, uh middle of June. Nice so congrats, shout out to him. Congrats. Yeah, definitely man. Really good dude. I've met him twice. Uh he's a Denver fan too, by the way. He's a big Denver fan. I'm not sure for how long he's been a Denver fan, but he's he's a Denver fan. And but shout out to him. Um, marry my little sister Maliga. Shout out to her as well too. And I'm um, looking forward to uh their wedding um in, in June. Shout out to him for listening. But um it's I, mean, I can't believe he spent an hour and thirteen minutes on two games, Dave. I mean it's it's incredible. It's it's it was a wild weekend. That's it really was. Uh lived up to its name, wild card weekend. I mean, just the shenanigans alone from Pittsburgh and Cincinnati could have been a four hour show. Yeah. <laughs> It's um. By the way, the Cincinnati Zoo names a newborn penguin after David Bowie. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, rest in peace. Rest, rest in peace. peace, David Bowie. Right. Rest in peace. Another uh, loss to cancer, man. Right. Any you want to shed any light on David uh, Bowie? I mean, we saw Lemmy, your guy Lemmy, passed away what a week and a half yeah, ago. Yeah, it's been a rough. Yeah. Um, I think cancer. Last, last cancer Monday. as well. Last Monday, yeah. right? It was wow. You saw, so you saw Triple H looking dapper at the wedding there yesterday. Yeah, there. yeah. I heard a little bit of his speech. They kind of cut it off. But, uh, I definitely wanted to hear the rest of his speech that he made at, at the funeral because I know they were close. Uh, yeah. Lemmy was a big part with the uh, WWE, uh, not just for theme songs, but I mean, just being around behind the scenes. Uh, Chris Jericho, you know, he's a rock star with Fozzie. Uh, he right, was pretty right. close with uh, Lemmy as well. But uh, yeah, David Bowie, man, it's a uh, it's a big loss. Uh, he lived a good life. Uh, very unique character. He brought a lot of uh, a lot of uniqueness to music, and uh, so many different genres. I feel like if you listen to like his music from back in the day and just progress, you you hear like '80s music, you hear like rock. It's a very unique artist. And uh, I remember back in the day watching uh, the Labyrinth. That was my first yeah. time. Uh, getting to know uh, David Bowie, and I thought he was a weirdo uh, in that movie. <laughs> that was just his thing, right? That was just his thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in the yeah. 80s, yeah. No, really, it bugs me. Like, these people on social media with the rest in peace stuff, I don't know if they're sincere about it, but these young 18-year-old kids, 19-year-old kids, I don't know. I don't know. I guess hey, I guess they're doing it for the likes, right? Like your boy Victor Cruz. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah, what's, right. What's going, on, what's going on with Victor Cruz, by the way? What's going on with your boy? Any Any news on Victor Cruz? Uh, he's Wait. got some new shoes coming out. Oh!
I think they actually came out today, uh, to tell you the ah, truth. Good, I saw good. a post on that. Yeah, good for him. Uh, he's making some progress here, you know, getting back onto the field. I'm, I'm glad that's uh, his number one priority. But uh, I can't believe it, man. <laughs> I'm exhausted. right now. I'm literally exhausted with this stuff. I'm literally yeah. exhausted. I, I, I sent Dave over the nose today. By the way, I don't, I, let's talk about my day today. I had a rough day. Besides the NFL yesterday being rough, and it was great, but it was like very much theater. I need some music right now to talk about this day I had today. Um, so I woke up this morning, and um, I, I know I had a dental appointment today at like. I was thinking in my head it was like twelve thirty, and lo and behold, I got there like at one o'clock. <laughs> and I got there because I'm laying in bed trying to decide what I'm going to talk about in the show. Didn't write anything, Dave, until about 5.15 today. Literally didn't write anything about the show until 5.15 today. And got out of bed. I'm running late. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to the store today. Because I'm going to play Powerball, damn it. I played Powerball today, Dave. I had no idea what I was doing. I, I, I played quick pick. <laughs> I don't know what I picked. Didn't even care. So I'm like... I'm like, isn't Powerball the long slip, whatever? He goes, yeah, yeah, you want to play Powerball? I'm like, yeah, I'll play Powerball. So I randomly picked six numbers. I don't know if I win a billion dollars. Maybe I build a studio. I build a hospital or whatever. I got there at 1 o'clock. So I got there. My dentist was like, I was like, when are we supposed to be here at 1230? He goes, yeah, but it's 1 o'clock. He goes, no, you're supposed to be at 1215. I'm like, oh. I'm oh, like, boy. You know what I did, I stopped, I, li- I told him, I literally, I stopped, at this, on the way here to the station, played Powerball, he goes, you did, I'm like, yeah, because I, I didn't know how to play, I just didn't, I don't play these things, I stopped, I knew I was late, I stopped anyway, he goes, well, you couldn't, he goes, you know, the old man voice, well, you couldn't do that on the way back, I'm like, what if I won, I mean, I don't know, like, I get off my, I don't know, I don't know these I things. don't think the drawing is until uh, Tuesday, like Wednesday night, anyway, yeah, but you know what, I, I, <laughs> I had to stop there because it was on the way. And I know my schedule, I wasn't going to go back on that route coming home. I so see. I was like, okay. so I was like I'm, late. I'm late anyway, so I might as well be more late, right? <laughs> a few more minutes, right? A few more minutes wouldn't hurt. So now he's telling Especially me. Especially if you're a like, billionaire. Right, yeah, exactly. So now he's telling me he bought tickets to Powerball, but not on my time, on his time. So he wasn't late for his appointment. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so you bought Powerball tickets too? So he goes, yeah. He's telling me his wife made him buy two just in case he didn't win, she might win. I'm like, oh, okay, that's 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 interesting. And all of a sudden, he started drilling. So he's cleaning my mouth, and he's talking to me. I can't respond what he's trying to say to me because he's got a machine in my mouth. So I'm I'm just saying I'm just saying. Well, I can't respond. I hate it when barbers and dentists do things like this and you can't respond. If you're getting shaped up, you can't turn because they're going to mess up your line. If you're getting your mouth clean, you can't respond because you got spit and saliva in your mouth. got to so, be still. Right, so I'm like, I'm having a bad day right now. So I'm taking a Snapchat. He goes, what is that? I'm like, it's called Snapchat. I got to keep up with the kids these days. He goes, how does it work? I'm like, could you I'm like, could you just, just like finish cleaning my mouth so I can just like finish taking my picture here? I mean... I'm having a bad. I was having a bad day today. I'm having a bad day. Today. So hey, it could I be better of, if uh, you win, win that Powerball. Yeah, you know, I, I'll share money with you guys. You know, you know, I'll, I'll do good with that money. 
Because anybody that wins that thing does bad stuff with that with that money, and they go broke. I feel like this girl in social media like broke out of like she like bailed her boyfriend out like three times already with the money she's won. Yeah. So I don't want to do no donker stuff like that, you know. But like I was just uh, it was just a rough like just you know like you know barbers and dentists. You guys listening out there, my friends, my beloved dent, my dentist I love. You guys just can't <laughs> talk to me when you guys are lining me up or you're working in my mouth. I can't give you a good response because I can't talk. <laughs> This guy's going on and on and on. I can't. I. I just. I just can't win. But he did a good job. I felt. I felt good. I felt good after it was over. Though I walked out of there feeling feeling really good. Um, there you go. Nineteen after the hour. Now I just want to talk about other headlines. I want to just stop talking football for like five minutes. Yeah, let's do it, man. Need a break. Weekend was a lot. Our boy Messi uh, won his uh, record fifth Ballon d'Or award, 2015 Player of the Year. And I tagged the haters on my, on my on my Facebook wall that hate Messi. So I'm waiting for the hate later on, too. My buddy Rich from Portugal, big Ronaldo fan. My other boy, um, Erwin, big Ronaldo fan. I know they're hating. I know my girl, uh, Bianca, big Neymar fan. I know they're hating, so I'm, I stick it to them. I go, hey, fellas, I guess, I guess <laughs> it's next year. I go, hey, I guess it's next year, right? So our boy Messi, congrats to Messi, right? That guy's amazing. Yeah, pretty tough. Pretty tough to hate on greatness. I mean, he's just incredible watching him uh on that pitch, just the things he does, uh, it's just, it's just remarkable. Remarkable. And, uh, you know, uh, hey, Ronaldo's good. Neymar's great too. It's, uh, but you got to respect that, you know. Respect the greatness. Respect greatness. Yeah, definitely. Um, so our boy Adam Pacman, Pac 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 Jones says Antonio Brown was faking it. He's winking at him. We talked about that. <laughs> um, RG three writes a, writes a writing. A, he spoke in the locker room actually, letting his writing speak for herself in the locker room. You saw the note he left in the locker room. The flip Philippians verse he had in there. And then yeah, and I can I, I got I got the um. Oh my phone's dead, so I can't even check that. Um, thanks iPhone. Um, so he left <laughs> and I sent you that too. You yeah, did. Cape Pecco, did. definitely. Yes, Cape Pecco. I got to look at that. So RG2 leaves a note in his locker. Uh, he's done, right? Cleaning out his locker for good? Uh, he's done, right? His, his, his mom and his mother had a, a Dallas Cowboy jersey on. So what does that tell you where this guy wants to go? I mean, if, but if you're Jerry Jones, who do you take a, uh, who do you take a, a chance on? RG3 or Manziel? They're both from um, te- Texas, Dallas. Yeah, area. yeah. So who do you take a chance on right now? You gotta go with RG three, right? If you're Jerry Jones, but if you like the circus, that that you know Jerry's world. I mean, you gotta take Manziel, right? If you, if you want to have a circus, right? I would think so. I mean, uh, definitely go with RG three, but uh, you know, also there's another team in Texas too that could use him, uh, especially since we were having that discussion about uh, you know having a quarterback, and uh, you know you have the Texans. Uh, that would be a, a, an interesting fit there. I think it would definitely yeah. be an upgrade. Uh, we'll see. I, it's it's definitely done. I feel like in in uh, Washington for RG three, Kirk Cousins is, you know, he's turning it on. He's doing his thing. Uh, I guess this note was. Let's see. Uh, he had this note for, I think, from the beginning since he was there, and uh, that's the only thing that he left in the locker. Right. So, so uh, earphones, earplugs, everything's gone. Wave cap, do rag, everything's gone, but the note, right? But the note, yep, and he left that note. I'm trying to find out what exactly it did say. Um, oh, we got we got a message from uh, Kirk Cousins here. Kirk Cousins is talking. Like that. <laughs> you like that? You like that? 
Yeah, we we like that, Kurt. We like that. We didn't like that yesterday. <laughs> you didn't like that yesterday, though, Kurt. Um, oh, yeah, uh, maybe maybe time. one goes to Dallas. Maybe one goes to Houston. That way, they could both uh, have a bro bro hug out there, right? They can both be happy. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, that would have to happen. Uh, if I was RG three, I'd want to go to Houston because you can. Start. Yeah, you got a good defense already. Yeah, you got yeah, yeah weapons and you can offense start too, right? and uh, kind of revive that career. Yeah. So sure. it's definitely a, a, a better way. Uh, you know, you have uh, you would have to hope that Tony Romo gets injured, which has happened pretty frequently lately. But that's the only way that you're going to start because uh, you know Jerry loves his his Tony. You give so, um you give an RG three a participation trophies since we're giving those out today. I mean he's he's handling well <laughs> in DC. He's been a good he has. Yes, yes, he has. <laughs> Compared uh, to errors, you, you give him a trophy or no? No participation trophy. Uh, maybe a pat on the back. Uh, definitely a pat on the back. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, a good job. We'll give him a good job. Maybe like one of those blue ribbons. That's a like, okay. good job. Yeah, I think that's a a fitting uh, reward for him there. Uh, yeah, he, he he handled everything well. Uh, like a, a true professional. And I think that's going to help him, uh, you know, getting another opportunity in the league. Uh, there's no way you just lose talent. So it's kind of, uh, you know, the injuries definitely hurt him. But uh, I think he's, uh, if he's hungry enough, he's going to want to work hard and, uh, you know, get a starting job somewhere. There's a, hey, there's plenty of positions that he can, uh, and plenty of places that he can get a starting job because let me tell you, some of these quarterbacks are awful. Ah, oh, boy. So Clemson's Alexander lost in game time calls tonight. Sources, Nets, uh, Calipari's Nets uh, tie might not be enough. I mean, I don't know. Calipari, it's a whole nonsense with Calipari. Then he goes on Twitter. I mean, why do you have to, if something's not true and you didn't say anything, why do you have to respond? Because that's why you respond. You're feeding into the nonsense. So Calipari heard, what, 10 years, $120 million. 120. Uh, right. Some, some NBA team is going to offer him this contract, and he goes on Twitter, a big rant. He's happy where he is in Kentucky. He's staying. I don't know where he's coming. Why do you Why do you respond to things like this? You make it worse when you respond to things like this, I think. Oh, yeah. He he wants it. He likes the, uh, the attention. He's one of those guys. So, uh yeah, he probably just keeps it rolling, uh, keeps it going, um, keeps it a story by responding, and uh, he likes being in the limelight. <laughs> He's definitely one of those guys, and uh, that's uh, a damn. That's a lot of money. I mean, for a guy that we've already seen in the league, um, you know, not produce. I think with that same team, wasn't he on the Nets? Yeah, be back in the day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I just I just don't see it. I think maybe he's just one of those guys that's just uh, strictly a college coach. It's, it's, uh, why it's would like, you want to give up that much money? That's a lot of money, a hundred and twenty mil. I mean, that's probably pocket change to Prokhorov here. But uh, it's but that's like the thing too, with like him and Saban. I mean, after a while, you win all these damn championships, Dave. I think you become bored. I think after a while, right? I mean, what else more can you own? Are you gonna get a statue? Right? That the bird's gonna take a crap on the statue anyway, right? So you're gonna get a statue. <laughs> And then you're going to go all this money. I mean, what else more? Are you going to be in the Hall of Fame already, Saban and Calipari? I mean, do you really want to come and coach these prima donnas in the league? I mean, do you really want to deal with that? Or do you just want to recruit every year and, just, and one and done and get better and better? Just build your legacy. I mean, that's what I would do. Well, one hundred twenty yeah. million is one hundred twenty million, right? That is a lot of money, but, I mean, he's also getting nine nine mil a year to not deal with uh, all the headaches uh, that uh, the NBA is. Kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The NBA brings yeah. so it's a uh, it's it's a pretty good gig. You get new players every year. It's a new team every year because right. you know he has tons of one and dones. Uh, right. So I mean, it's it's always something new. He's coaching a different team every year. 
And, uh, you know, it's pretty nice if you could rack up like 10, 11 national championships uh, and yeah. be the best in that game. It's, it's hard to pass up because they have it made in college. They're probably the highest paid college coaches. Uh, they probably don't have to pay for anything in their town. Um, you know, they're treated like gods, uh, you know, Nick Saban, uh, uh, Calipari. So it, I just don't see why they would want to do that and add, you know, a headache. I know it's those are the type of guys that want to add to their legacy and, and be like, okay, well, I did it at the college level. I want to take a team to the uh, next level in NFL or NBA. But it's, it's I don't think it's worth the headache. I just say stay put. They have it made. I just saw the support. Jerry Jones says he's willing to take a risk on a young quarterback with a bigger upside. So there you go. Um, that's Jerry B. Jerry. By the way, uh, congrats to Ken Griffey Jr., right? Becomes the first number one overall draft pick to be elected in the Hall of Fame. You know three guys left all Griffey off the ballot? Three guys? <laughs> I mean, you got to be ashamed of yourself, right? I mean, who? so how do you leave all Ken Griffey off your ballot? How? It's, uh... I, I heard a few different things. Uh, I heard that it's baseball, uh, right? That's, that's you know he's a guarantee, so that yeah. you know that Ken, Ken Griffey's a guarantee. He's going to make. So you it try to spread the, the wealth, right? Yeah, you try to spread. Yeah, the wealth, so right? you know you have guys that have been on the ballot for a, a few years. You want to try to get them in as well, um, or just you know just try to show some love for someone that's really not getting too many votes and been on the ballot for you know eight nine years, because uh, you already know Griffey's going to make it. So, I mean, whether it's unanimous or not, it really doesn't matter. And uh, it it doesn't matter to him. He said that uh, he doesn't care. He's uh, in the Hall of Fame, and it's a big deal. And uh, I wonder if he's going to get the uh, get his plaque with the backwards hat. That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Like how, like, uh, 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 what's it called, Uh, Sap had the braids on, right? Yeah. uh, (laughs) On his his bus. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, How about Mike Piazza? Uh, Most home runs by a catcher, 396. Um, Hall of Famers too, as well. He's gonna wear the Mets hat. Funny story, Mike Piazza was in Miami having dinner, and literally next the table next to us was Pat Riley, Chris Bosh, and um, Michael Douglas on one table, and the other table Mike Piazza got up to leave, and I'm sitting there with my buddy Stu, and Stu is a big Met homer. He gets up and say, "Hey, Mike, whatever, blah blah blah. Nice to meet you." Uh, and Mike literally turned back and shook his hand. So pretty cool. And then I actually went to use the bathroom, and um, Douglas, Michael Douglas was actually in the bathroom. So I could say I, you know, I um, had a little moment there with Michael Douglas. Didn't say anything, <laughs> just acknowledge the fact that he was there. Didn't didn't bother him. Didn't ask for a handshake or anything like that. So Mike Piazza, pretty cool man. One of the um, all-time um, greatest catchers of all time, right? So congrats to Definitely. Mike. Definitely class act, and uh, he's my mom's favorite player. Um, right. She loves Mike Piazza. I remember uh, during the Subway Series, she actually painted on his, his mustache and uh, dressed up, put his jersey on, and was ready to go, <laughs> ready ready to go against the Yankees yeah. uh, with her Mike Piazza gear on. But, uh, yeah, yeah, he's a class act and a big part of uh, the Mets history, I think. So you know, the numbers, numbers yeah, were like, eh, they're all right. Yeah, right? they're like, eh, but for catchers, you got to, you know, yeah. You know, That's true. That's true. And those guys, yeah. Um, but he got all fast, though, Dave. I mean, one time he was great, one time he was just, he was just done. And the whole PDU, so you heard about stuff like that, the rumblings and all that nonsense, all the stuff like that. Ken Griffey, yeah, I don't think so. But Ken Griffey, I've, I've been fortunate to see both of them play. One of the best swings in baseball, right, ever. That that swing was smooth, right? Ken Griffey's swing. Uh, swing. Epic. I, re- I remember playing the uh, Super Nintendo game, Ken Griffey Baseball, and just 
picking him just to see that swing. I mean, it's legendary. It's almost like an uppercut swing, and that ball just goes. Um, yeah. He was never really a big guy. Um, he got bigger towards the end of his career, but he's I mean, big now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I think it was a lot of he, he wasn't uh, too muscular. I mean, I I think he was good for his size. I, I it's hard to figure out who used what and who did what. Um, Because different PEDs do different things. You know, it's not always about gaining muscle mass. So uh, it's, you know what, I don't care. It it doesn't help you hit a baseball. doesn't help you, you know, be that great in the field. Uh, It's mostly just for kind of getting over injuries and stuff like that. So uh, I'm hoping, uh, you know, maybe one day Barry Bonds gets in there and uh, Roger Clemens, those guys were were great. And I think uh, they're getting closer and closer every year. But uh, yeah, we'll see sure. if they'll get over that hump there. It's it's going to be tough. But leaving those guys out, I think it's kind of rough. Uh, you know, leaving yeah, those out, that's rough too. I just I just yeah. don't agree with it. It's funny because you got Doc Holliday, um, Roy Holiday, going on Twitter and criticizing these oh, guys. Oh, boy. Roger Clements comes out and bashes them, and they're fighting again. But their numbers have gone up. Bonds and Clemens' numbers have gone up every year, so – I mean, I don't know who's to say. You got to put an asterisk. I you put him in, put an asterisk, an asterisk on their name. That's what I think. That's what I would do. As a yeah, safe as I mean, you know, you're going, you're going to the Hall of Fame. This, it's a museum, right? Uh, you know, for the fans and to not have those legendary guys. I mean, those guys were a big parts of a part of baseball history, and not right. having that, I think it's kind of an injustice, uh, not only to their careers but to the fans too. Not being able to uh, experience that exhibit with. Right. Uh, you know, Bonds and Clemens and, and Pete Rose. Absolutely. So we keep an eye on the whole, but congrats to Mike and uh, Ken Griffey growing up, or childhood heroes growing up. Well, I was going baseball with yeah. baseball, collecting those baseball cards, uh, tops, Don, Don Ross cards and stuff. I've got a whole bunch of them upstairs, actually, in my um, collection there. But uh, congrats to those guys, man. Well-deserved. Uh, Alex Gordon agrees to deal with the Royals, um, which is a good thing. Yeah, I didn't want to take the home count. I mean, he's got the richest contract in Royals history. Four years, $72 million. Previous high was Gil Mesh and Mike Sweeney. Five years, $55 mil. So he kind of took the home run, the um, the hometown discount there. He was seeking $20 million per year. But that's a small market, Royals, man. $20 million they per don't year. Pay. But he, no, they don't pay. So he took a small town, uh, hometown discount, which is good. Good to see in his day and age, right? Yeah, I mean, you want to keep that team together. Uh, right. You want to win. Uh, you're still making a, a ton of money. I mean, why make a ton of money and go to a team that's awful? You have to deal with losing every day. Uh, it's it's a, it's a good deal. Um, I'm surprised that the Royals even spent that much because uh, they're not known to spend anything. I right. remember, you know, they used to have players like Carlos Beltran, Johnny Damon. Uh, they were almost right. like a farm system for the right. for the league. But uh, it's it's good. They got to keep that team together. I mean. That team is a very good young team, and they could they could get a possible dynasty going. Absolutely. Um, so keep an eye on the Royals, what they can do. Bounce back here after winning the championship, the World Series. Uh, Rick Carlisle. How about Rick Carlisle passing John Daly for um, wins? I mean, 639. Yeah, he's been a pretty good coach, man, serving assistant with the Nets. Carlisle, he's been a... Uh, He's been a really good coach over the years. People don't give him credit, but Carlisle's soundly really a really good coach, man. Rick Carlisle. Yeah, he does it quiet. He does it quietly. That's what yeah. it is. Uh, you know, kind of behind the scenes. You don't realize that it's a yeah. fantastic coach. Uh, he's had a, quite a few good years, and uh, right. he keeps it going. You, just, yeah, he <laughs> you don't even he realize it, right? 
Yeah, he learned from Chuck Daly, man. Serving his, he was with, he was serving with, he was uh, assistant coach with Chuck Daly when they were when Chuck Daly was with the Nets. We didn't even know that. It was wow, quiet. that's quiet. a long time ago. Yeah, wow. Maybe, maybe, yeah, is that like the uh, Derek Coleman? Is that uh, Coleman and uh, who else did you have? Kenny Anderson oh, oh, on that Kenny team. Kenny Anderson, yeah, yeah. Drazen Petrovic, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. Kudos to Rick Carlisle. Maybe he had a whole lot of hair back then too. You probably can recognize him. He's got a <laughs> much, uh, pretty much a buzz cut now. Um, George Carl pa- passes Phil Jackson on the NBA's all-time uh, coaching wins. That's pretty impressive, man. George Carl. How about that? Hey, he's had. Uh, I mean, he's been around a long time. I think uh, yeah. he's definitely coached more years than I think Phil has. Mm-hmm. So uh, you expect him to kind of get to that number. But, uh, yeah, he's been in a few good spots. I mean, he's always had those great years with Denver. Uh, you got to remember with Seattle, they had a lot of win, uh, big win seasons. So, uh, yeah, I expect that number to keep going up because that uh, that Kings team is getting better and better by the week. So, uh, Cousins is uh, – I, I think they're kind of mending that relationship there too, which is important. So, uh expect the Kings to kind of start turning around soon. Yeah, absolutely. Boogie Cousins, man. I don't know. He scares me, Boogie Cousins. <laughs> is he like Jekyll and Hyde? He's like how Brandon Marshall used to be a couple of years ago, right? Like two personalities, it seemed like. Yeah, it's almost like if everything's going well and you're winning, you're going to get the uh, the good one. But yeah. uh, if, you know, you get on a losing streak and you start getting frustrated with uh, maybe minutes or just a game plan, you know, you never know when he's going to explode. So yeah. it's, it's something you just got to kind of tread lightly. Oh man, unbelievable stuff. <laughs> yeah, with him, yeah, it was it's crazy. You see Rondo tripping uh all, trying to trip I think D Will hitting that three, Rondo in the corner. <laughs> I mean I I I I I can't. You know these are professional athletes too. That's what scares me. Man, it's just the shenanigans are just they're, they're just getting out of control. And it's like once you think you've seen everything, it's something else new that crazy that happens the next day and it's it's it, it keeps it interesting i'll tell you that much but i mean sure does professionals kind of <laughs> not supposed <laughs> to be doing that stuff oh man it's unbelievable 38 after the hour ken freedom sports talk show live call ends at 661-449-9904 you know i think we're gonna go do this um seals vikings i might have to come back tomorrow and do a show tomorrow i'm off tomorrow I'm gonna have to come back. I'm gonna have to come back and do an emergency show and continue the show from today because this I I, I have more material I haven't even got into. It's unbelievable. So we'll, <laughs> I'm we'll, we'll in. Do, I'm we'll, in. We'll we'll do Seahawks Vikings, man. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, five nothing towards the third. I mean, to me, the best play of this game was that bad snap when Russell Wilson wasn't even looking. Ball got over his head. Everybody stopped. Russell goes back, picks it up. Mr. Khan, Mr. Cool, Mr. Clutch passes the ball to Lockett. He's campus upfield. And then, lo and behold, our boy Doug Baldwin, who's just, um, he's just been unbelievable. Doug Baldwin now 12 touchdowns in his last seven games. You feel like it was a game where you feel like the Vikings outplayed the Seahawks for the entire game. Sort of like how Bengals, sort of like outplayed, I'll talk to the third quarter. It was a game where you feel like the Vikings outplay these guys, but the really big plays in the game just pretty much went all one way to Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, Lockett, my boy Cam, Bam Bam, Cam the enforcer out there, just making it happen, man. It was just one of those games. I, I don't know. This was 
I don't even know. I really don't know. Adrian Peterson comes out and he says, I hold myself responsible for this loss. Richard Sherman said it was a good game. It was good, all good, until my eyelashes froze. That's how cold it was. The third worst game in playoff history, weather-wise. Yeah. Um, It was uh, negative four at kickoff. And uh, with the wind chill, it was negative 20. You see the coach coach that was coaching back in the day? He came out. They were shorts with short sleeves. (laughs) They had had a picture of him in Vikings. It was unbelievable to see. But there, there, there you go again, Dave. I mean, it was one of those games. All right, AP fumbles, Cam with a big strip. Vikings get the ball back. They're driving. They're driving, and then just a chip shot away, Dave. A 27-yard chip shot. No laces. Kickers are people too, right? Yeah, uh, that's your boy too, Blair Walsh. Help you uh, carry you to your fantasy championship, huh? You know, it's funny you mention that because I'm thinking about tweeting him. During the game, after the game, are they going to win? I'm like, thank you so much for having me with fantasy. And now I can't even tweet him. I can't I can't even tweet a guy anymore. I well, can't, maybe, can't. maybe the positivity maybe, maybe a couple, uh, couple months help him. Now, a couple months, yeah. I'm sure he's getting a lot of mean tweets. So uh, getting, you know, the thank you for uh, helping your fantasy team thing might brighten his day as much as possible. Uh, that's something think? that's going to be yeah, tough to I, I think, down. Yeah, yeah. Because it's going to be eight months from now. He can't even play for eight months. So what's your perspective on the game itself, what we saw with the game? Russell Wilson, Bridgewater, AP, Doug Baldwin, your take on the game and how this game changed and how you view Blair Walsh and how he missed that kick. And then, you know, Twitter explodes. The memes, the fans. Of course, of course, right? I, I, I don't even know anymore. A grown man with ten jerseys crying. I, you saw that when I just sent you. <laughs> that was fantastic. Warren Honey, Moon, are you, okay? you. Honey, you okay? It's just I, I, I don't know, Dave. I, I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. Tell your the kids I'll tuck them in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you're supposed like you're you're taking the game. What you saw yesterday? Um, Vikings dominated that game. They just couldn't put it away. Uh, they couldn't get any points on the board. Uh, just three field goals. Uh, they just couldn't get anything going. And uh, they did dominate that game on the defensive side. I was very impressed with uh, Minnesota's defense. Uh, they played very well. And, um, you know, it's kind of unfortunate Marshawn Lynch didn't suit up uh, for the game. And uh, he almost he took all the reps during practice as well. So, you know, for him to do that and kind of leave them hanging at that point, uh, so you had Michael, uh, Christine Michael, who didn't have too many uh, reps during practice. He had an eh, okay game, 21 carries, 70 yards. But uh, it, they struggled, man, on offense. I, I was very surprised. Uh, you, you know, you always have to say, uh, you have to credit that weather because um, actually an interesting stat that I had before this game started was Seattle is 1-7 in, in temperatures below 20 degrees. I'm sure a lot of teams are like that in that situation. But, uh, man, the Vikings dominated that game. And just a few bad breaks, uh, you know, like that. If if somehow, some way, they got to a Russell Wilson on that on that uh, bad snap, could have been a different game there. And uh, right. you know, then of course the fumble with AP uh, that changed the game a lot there too. Uh, just a few bad breaks and uh, just not being able to score a touchdown to to kind of put more pressure on Seattle because Seattle wasn't doing anything on offense whatsoever, Nothing. Nothing. Uh, not moving the ball at all, uh, just absolutely dominating them and just a few bad mistakes. I mean, I guess that's, the, that's where experience comes in. And uh, I don't have any words to, I, I feel you always have to feel bad. Um, D 
these guys are in the trenches, uh, you know, battling every day. Uh, I mean, every minute of this game. And then for a kicker to just miss a chip shot, it's, it's kind of rough. It's a tough pill to swallow, uh, right. especially in Minnesota. You would think uh, you would think he would nail that one. He's a great kicker. I think he led the league in uh, field goals. Yeah. So. Uh, it's hard. Do you do you think this laces uh, laces in situation with something? Uh, he had a field goal even further. I think it was a forty-seven right. yard field goal perfectly. with Down those the sa- with the laces the same way. Laces right. the same way, and right. uh, he nailed it. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I mean, they were saying that maybe the the field was slick, where the ball kind of moved a little bit. Um, chip shot, chip shot. I'm looking at these yeah. pickers right now, Dave. Um, Blair Walsh, 27-yarder missed, 2015 wild card. Billy Cundiff, I was in Vegas for this one. Ravens versus Patriots, wide left. 32-yarder, 2011 AFC Championship game. Neil Rackers, Arizona, 34-yarder, 2009. Lawrence Tynes, Giants, 36-yarder, 2007 championship, NFC Championship game. I was a Packers. You guys won that game anyway. He Remember actually that? came back and hit a, hit back, a, hit a right. plus kick in overtime to win that game. Yeah. So he kind of yeah. redeemed himself. Uh-huh. But uh, he had Doug Bryan, Giant, the Jets, 44-43 yard at 2004. So the 27 is a chip shot compared to 32, 34, 36, 43. This guy's been he's been money every year. I sent I sent you a stat yesterday. I think um, uh, I'm trying to figure out where his stat is, but it was one of those things where Bill Walsh made an NFL high 34 field goals this season, missing only five attempts before lining up yesterday with 22 seconds left. He had converted 33 or 34 kicks inside a 30-yard marker in his career. And this season, NFL place kickers had made 189 out of 191 kicks from 27 yards or shorter, according to ESPN Stats, Inc. So, in other words, 99 out of 100 times, Walsh makes that kick, and the Vikings would advance to the divisional round. So, I mean, there you have it with the stats, man. I mean, I don't know. I think he chose. Uh, yeah, it's the pressure. It's a big he's pressure. All, he's making them all year in the game yesterday. He was making them down the middle. That was the only points they were scoring anyway, right? So yeah. there, there you go. There you have it. I can, I, yeah, I, I mean, it's got to be a combination of the pressure. Uh, it, I, people are saying it was the hold. I just don't see it because, like I said, he made that 47-yard field goal with that same exact hold. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 nerve-wracking. I mean, the game is on the line here at this point. You know, that 47-yard field goal, uh, you were up 6 nothing already when you hit that one. So it's a right. different kind of pressure, different kind of pressure. And uh, they just couldn't get it done. It's hard to just blame the kicker at this point because AP did have that big fumble. Uh, that turnover led to points for Seattle. And uh, they just couldn't put any points on the board. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, just 17 for 24, 146 yards, uh, didn't really get nothing, anything going for that offense. And, uh, you know, instead of having settling for those field goals, maybe even one more touchdown uh, could have changed the game completely and uh, changed the way the Seahawks played that game. So uh, a lot of question marks. It's hard to blame one person. On a yeah, you know, for a, a big it's loss a collect, like that. Collective group. He was a man, and he was, he manned up after the game. I wish him Rogers oh, that more. He heard he little young kid yeah. manned up. Like you see, what I'm saying Took like Rogers doesn't man up right. When things go right, he's all smiles and games. But when things go bad, he pouty doesn't. The guy took the blame. Blames everyone else. Took, yep. Yeah, took the blame. Yeah, Gary yeah, Anderson have... missed Atlanta field goal back in 1998 NFC Championship game. Is in Minnesota's uh, Wolves as well too. So Gary Anderson, one of the all-time great kickers of all time, missed a field goal too. So. But you think this guy's a great season, great year, great game, and all of a sudden, 
why left? I mean, then you see the faces from Bennett and Sherman. I mean, those guys pretty much thought this game was over, right? You got to think. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, (laughs) Bennett on the side there, just praising God. Um, It was a miracle. I mean, it's it's tough to uh, you think you're going home, and uh, now you're actually still in it, and uh, you have life. It it was a big kick, and uh, it's you know it stinks. This guy could have the greatest career of all time. But this is what he's going to be remembered for, at least in Minnesota, as long as he's there. Everyone's going to remember this kick, uh, no matter what he does in the future. Unless, I guess, somehow they re- he redeems himself with a Super Bowl winning kick. He, this is what he's going to be remembered for. And it's just so unfortunate uh, just to see, like, you know, careers brought down to just one play. And yeah. hopefully he can recover. You, it's, it's going to be tough to uh, get that out of your head because, you know, a big part of the kicking game is your psyche. And you know how some of these guys get on a on a streak where they keep missing, and it's more mm-hmm. in their head than uh, what uh, you know their form or you know what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, the extra points. The, the extra points got in their yeah. heads this year too. Oh yeah. yeah, the extra points. How many extra points they had missed last this year? <laughs> a lot. A record. Record shattering. Yeah, record shattering. But uh, yeah, it's a game game changer. Uh, moving that extra point back and uh, making the kicking game definitely not as easy as it once was. So uh, hopefully he can recover there. Yeah, so. yeah, hopefully, yeah, I hope so too, man. I just like you. Hopefully, you said a big, you know, they're going indoors now, not outdoors. Yeah, uh, a, next year. Plus. So, um, the Vikings are a young team and a bright future ahead of them. Um, but AP's got to, he's got to protect that football. He's got to protect the football. Jeremy Hill's got to protect the football. Just go down, just go down. That's what it is. They're fighting. They're fighting too much. And uh, the, you know, he was the way he was holding that ball. Uh, he left it wide open. It was just un. You know, he didn't have it covered up at all. And it was really easy for Cam Chancellor to strip that ball. Really? So, uh, you just got to pr- protect that football. That's, that's Two hands, man. Two hands. I saw the stat yesterday, too. Still the only NFC quarterback to defeat the Seahawks in the playoffs in the Russell Wilson era. Your boy, Matt Ryan, Matty Ice, the match roll. <laughs> so, I'm like, hey, wow, that's, that's a rough That's a rough stat. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable, huh? Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, they beat him a couple, yeah, beat him couple years ago. Yeah, Russell Wilson's there. rookie season. Yeah. yeah. Wow. They beat him. Yeah. That, that seems quietly that. a dynasty, Seattle. And I can't wait for next week with Carolina. Got, That's going to be some game. Gotten better. I think I might need a whole case of beer to, to, to finish that game. I think we could make a whole show of that. An hour with just that game, I think, easily. Oh, yeah. And it's going to uh, be just uh, hopefully just on football and awesome plays, then uh, <laughs> shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think uh, as that shenanigans, I think Blandina's going to have to unfriend me, un- unfollow me on Twitter. I really do. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you keep giving it to him, man. It's going to block you. <laughs> on the Vikings, anything you want to say about them? Participation trophies for the Vikings? The, their future, what it looks like, what they need moving forward? Um, definitely participation trophy for the Vikings. Uh, they, uh, definitely showed me something yesterday. I thought they were going to get blown out by Seattle. I didn't give them any chance yesterday. And, uh, they actually ended up having the game in their hand and, uh, they just, you know, a few plays away. Like you said, is a game of inches, uh, two plays away from uh, winning that game. Um, actually, even with that kick, that kick goes through. It's a different story here, but, uh, they impressed me. They impressed me. Um, you know, Teddy Bridgewater is still young. So we'll see how that offense develops around him. And, uh, you know, I like uh, Stefan Diggs. He's going to be a star, star receiver in this league. So I think that's uh, – they got a nice core there. 
and uh, good defense. So the sky's the limit for them. They're going to be moving indoors, so they're not going to have to deal with those conditions. I think they'll right. be able to play a little faster on offense, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what they have is good speed. So uh, I, I look forward to seeing the Vikings. Uh, Green Bay is in trouble. Green Bay usually yeah. had a lock on this division for, you know, year in, year out. Seven years and, straight until now. Yeah. Yep. So now they have a true contender in that division, and uh, it, they're going to be battling Minnesota. They're going to uh, Green Bay has a lot of questions to uh, answer to uh, be able to keep up with this young Minnesota team. I'm excited, excited to see them. I was saying yesterday, Carol, uh, the C, I mean, if, if it's funny you mentioned that too, because Seattle coming into this game, you think they're going to beat the Vikings blowout because they destroyed them in regular season, right? Yeah, thirty-eight to seven. Them. Right. So you're looking at this game yesterday thinking, looking back at that game, you're thinking, what happened? What am I missing here? What's going on here? But it was like adjustments. People studied game for him. And, you know, Coach made a, he had a really good game plan. Obviously, the weather has something to do with it, too. How about that John Ryan? Um, his nose flip upside down. That's <laughs> something else, huh? Twitter. Yeah, that was- Twitter. Oh man, that was unbelievable. And I I didn't think he was going to come back in cuz it almost looked like he was so they were going to keep him out. I was like, "Come on, you got to man up at this point. I mean, you're right. a punter. Uh right. you got a little cut, maybe a broken nose, but what's that going to do, you know? Right. You sitting out is not going to help it. It's still going to hurt. So, uh, just go back out there. Kick. And he did. He did. Mm-hmm. So, uh, good for him. That was that was unbelievable. That was a bad snap and uh <laughs> he got lit up. <laughs> Twitter exploded. Twitter exploded. <laughs> I can't with social media. I really can't. I, I'm oh, looking man. at my phone, just bugging out. Like so, um, oh, man. Who do you feel bad for today, man? Um, Viking fans, uh, Bengal fans. Who do you feel bad for today? Man, you have to go. I think it's a tie, for sure. Uh, Bengals fans. That's a rough way to lose. Just to Some think got that arrested. you're arrested. Bengal fans got arrested. Now the, yeah. the Minnesota fans with the memes and the guys crying in the bathroom. I mean, it's to lose with that kick. You think it's a chip shot? You're about to right. win. Uh, there was actually a few videos from the stands where people thought it went in. And yeah, they go, kick is good. And she goes, "No, it's not good." <laughs> he like, missed it. What? what? He's like, "Oh no." <laughs> Oh it's it's rough, that. man. That's that, that sports so, pain. I'm telling you, Dave, it's something in Minnesota. Starting from Fargo, I'm telling you, something's going on in Minnesota. Is just not right. <laughs> something's in the something's in the water. Lake Superior. Something is in the water in Minnesota, Dave. That something's not right. <laughs> something's not right. Something's not right. Something man. in that air. Something in the water. Something in the air. Uh, they got to figure that out quick, because uh, that was, that's a rough way to lose that that kick. I mean, it's it's. If I'm a Cincinnati fan, if I'm a, a Minnesota fan right now, I'm having a rough time. It's going to take a few weeks, few months to get over a loss like that, if you ever do, yeah. to tell you the truth. And uh, just watching those losses makes me happy that my team is not in the playoffs. Uh, I'm good. I'm chilling. I'm enjoying it, uh, <laughs> enjoying the shenanigans and uh, not feeling the heartbreak because that's – man, I'd probably be in one of those videos. Uh, either breaking something, you know, ripping a jersey. I don't know. <laughs> Hulk Hogan? Did you go if Hulk it was Hogan? The Giants, yeah, man. If oh, it was the Giants, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. <laughs> did, you see those, did you see those fans out there in Minnesota yesterday? Guy with no shirt on. You and always they, have those donks. God, you always have to expect that. Me. If you have below degree, below temperatures, you know, especially minus 20, uh, you see it all the time in Buffalo. You always would have you, that donk with the shirt off. Would you go Absolutely gunshot? Absolutely not. No way. Would you go gunshot? How did, 
No, 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 no. I'm bundling up, man. That's a long game. You're just standing there, and that cold's going to catch up to you. At least the players are moving around, so it's not right. as bad for them. But right. you're in this. You're in the stands, just standing, you're in negative twenty degree temperature. Uh, there's no way that he made it the whole game that way without having to go to the ER at some point. It's just impossible. Wow. I mean, <laughs> it's just basically impossible to do that. I mean, you saw all the guys' beards uh, covered with icicles and yeah, uh, it, <laughs> donks. That's it, donks. They were out in full force. <laughs> oh man, um, Seattle versus um, the Panthers. Carolina. What? You going with Carolina? Okay. We'll continue um, this tomorrow, but yeah, we'll. we'll yeah, yeah, that's tomorrow. a tough one. I mean, like I said, I did pick Seattle to go to the Super Bowl. Seattle can't play like this how they played yesterday and expect to be. No, they will get destroyed. Um, okay. I think the, the weather is going to be nice here, obviously, in Carolina. Right. So it's going to be a, a little bit easier in that aspect. But they have to clean up a lot of things in that game. We'll see if Marshawn Lynch comes back, uh, suits up for that game. Uh, right. It's always a circus with him. But uh, they have to clean up a lot of things there. Uh, obviously, there's a revenge factor for Seattle um, losing in the way they did uh, – with Carolina coming back in that game earlier in the season um, and beating up on the Seahawks there. So uh, it's going to be a great game. I think that's the one I'm looking forward to the most next week is uh, Seattle and Carolina. And plus, you know, I miss, I miss watching cam, you know, a week off of of cam is is, kind of rough. Absolutely. It's going to be a lot of beers for me drinking that game. It's going to be a lot of beer drinking, swilling, cussing, tweeting, tweeting, Blandino better get ready. Um, that one's on a Sunday, right? Yeah, it's on a Sunday, Sunday afternoon. Nice, nice. Sunday afternoon. By the way, real quick, we have three minutes before we get out of here. Uh, Alabama versus Clemson, who you got? Um, oof. Well, I went with Clemson with the spread. Uh, they were plus seven. I think it's going to be a closer game. I have a feeling Alabama is going to win this because tricky Nicky, Mr. Saban, Right. Always finds a way uh, to get those guys going. That's Alabama is always an NFL team, so uh, yeah. it's it's going to be hard to beat them. But one thing Clemson has in their favor is, um, I, you know, I've been doubting them all year, and they've been proving me wrong week in and week out. Uh, they have a great defense, and having a mobile quarterback, uh, right. Deshaun Watson is a star, and Alabama always has trouble with mobile quarterbacks. So I yeah. think that's Clemson's big chance there. I'm pulling for Clemson, but I think Alabama is going to pull out. Of, uh, I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. Yeah, me too. I agree. Absolutely. Raw preview for tonight. Uh, see what Roman Reigns can do. Uh, WWE has no interest in bringing back Cody Rhodes. Cena's out for two months. So we might see Super Cena back at Mania, perhaps. And uh, our boy Sting to the Hall of Fame. Well, it's official. Yep. I've accepted Congrats, the invitation Sting. to be inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame. Honored. He's uh, tweeted out today. So... Kudos to Sting. Uh, yeah, Brock buddy. is back. This Raw has to be a, a damn good Raw, right? Because they have some football tonight. And they're in New Orleans. New Orleans are one of our favorite New places Orleans. to be. Are they at and the Brock, uh, Smoothie Brock, Center? What is it? Smooth, the King Smoothie, Smoothie Center? King, King Smoothie yeah. Center. Brock is back tonight. Should be a good one, man. Yeah, I hope so. They need it. They need it bad. Uh, they have big competition with this national championship game. So I'm going to be flipping back and forth. Absolutely. But, uh, it, man, a lot of forgettable Raws lately. Absolutely. Yeah, so I kind of so hope to uh, pick it up here. This one is good. Hey, we got to go. Time is up. We're going to come back tomorrow and finish the show. It was so much stuff. For sure. We need to take a break today. First show ever no. in three years, we need to take a break today. <laughs> I could take a break today. Man. 
we didn't have time. We didn't have time. And look, oh, we, now we have to do another show too. It's just wow. a lot, man. I'm it's, telling we'll, you, we'll, con- a- we'll continue. Yeah, we'll dissect the college football game for tonight. We'll talk about Raw tomorrow. More about and then State. we don't even and then we don't even talk about NBA ever. We don't have time. It's just yeah, we'll, NFL we'll, shenanigans. Yeah, definitely. I'll fit some NBA tomorrow. Talk about Sting. Talk about Raw. Talk about a college football game. Um, we'll talk more about the. Um, what, what game we missed? Did we missed one more. One more game. Uh, Packers. Yeah, Green Bay. Yep, Packers our favorite Washington. one. Talk about that. The downfall and, of hot. Um, we're gonna talk about just stuff, which I have a whole lot of stuff tomorrow to talk about, and NFL headlines too. So we're gonna continue tomorrow's show, man. I have to I have to come back tomorrow because unfortunately out of time today, and we weren't able to finish. It was just too much information and stuff to talk about. Just got to get off our chest. We're going to come back clean slate tomorrow and pick up from where we left off, man. Hey, Dave, have a good one. Definitely. Yes, you it was too. Fun, it was a fun time, and um, I can't believe you take no break today. Unbelievable. Unbelievable yeah, stuff. Yeah. Kept it rolling. Kept it rolling. We'll yeah, come everyone back. have a good night. Definitely tomorrow, we'll right? Come back tomorrow, figure out a time, let you guys know. And uh should be early. I'm off tomorrow, so I want to get it early, out of the way, fresh my mind. And uh, we'll come back and continue tomorrow's show, man. Unbelievable stuff. First time never took Unbelievable. Have a good one. We'll see you tomorrow. Enjoy tonight's Raw and Sting. Uh, Sting, congrats to Sting. Podcast tonight, Stone Cold and Ric Flair. Should be a good one in WWE Network. So, yeah, buddy. Have a good one, Dave. I'll see you soon, man. All right, you too. Yep, definitely. Sounds good. Have a good one, guys. Thanks for joining us. You believe that show today? You believe that show today? That was unbelievable.